Don't go anywhere. Put your hands down and put your hands behind your back. <laughs> oh man! Imagine what's what's that thing they read you if your your rights or whatever when they're arrested. You have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Anything, Anything you say to... would be used against you in court. <laughs> Mike, were you really sick this week? What was the problem? I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You broke back, back is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. But uh, you were talking about bath barbers before we started. Bath barbers. <laughs> bath barbers are some fake ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were just talking about how they these mans would be looking sick themselves. But they'd be looking what? like they yo. There's the 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 barber at Banff look literally like Fred Van Vliet. I was yo, like, okay, yo. <laughs> I was like, all right, like you know, this guy will do some work. This this was last year. Yeah. When I went, I was like, okay, you know, like my shit was getting kind of fuzzy, so I'm like, okay, I might as well go. Right. But he like just put two spoons on my face. Basically, it was just like some <laughs> like next arc. <laughs> he, like push. Bro, he pushed my whole beard down to like, it became like some spoon chin strap. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the first time I heard that, spoon chin strap. <laughs> it was like way too curved. I was like, yo, why'd you make it concave, bro? Like, why didn't you just make it straight? It made you look like a true hillbilly, bro. That's bro, you know, like, you know, the, 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 the it's like, because, okay, here's the issue. You don't have vision problems. I do. Yeah. So when, <laughs> when I have to take my glasses off whenever I'm at the barber, because it gets in the way of whenever they're doing fades. Yeah. So the issue becomes I can't see shit. So when this guy like I could feel the the blade go further like it touched skin that usually isn't touched. Yeah. You know <laughs> when it when it reaches like zones of your face where you're like, Oh, this is unfamiliar territory. I'm yeah. not used to having a razor come this low, you know what I mean? Right, right. It's like alarm bells start firing off because I'm like, yo, is this guy going too low or I can't even see? Because, like, all it is in front of me is a mirror, and it's just my fuzzy, it's just a brown blur, you know what I'm saying? I know, it's like, I think that's, like, rule number one for for any barber is, like, never push the hairline back, yeah. and never push the beard down. Like, that's, those are, like, the two main rules I feel like every barber should have. Or it's, you know, it's like, uh, they'll be like, oh, you know, like, one side of your face is, like, a little higher than the other side, so I'm going to push this one down, and then they push it further a little yeah. bit lower. Because it's like, oh shit, now we're yeah, misbalanced too. Yeah, yeah, no, so then like that's what happens, right? The reason why they have to go lower is because if they mess up one side, yeah, then they, they have gotta, to like, adjust for the other one. But then, yep. like, next thing you know, you got a spoon chin strap on your face. <laughs> spoon chin strap. <laughs> you go to walk into a barber and say, oh, I like spoons. Say less. <laughs> say less. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll uh, we'll preface this podcast with big rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Oh shit! Yeah, yo, that yo, I read that shit last like that last night, and I was just like, holy! Like, it just caught me off guard because like no one, one knew about it out. either, right? That one bummed me out. Yeah, deaths, famous celebrity deaths usually don't bum me out. Yeah, I usually don't give a shit. Well, the um, last big one for me was Kobe. Like that, that shit like kind of crippled me for the whole day because I was just like so shocked about like. How that yeah. could even happen, but like even this one is, I think, just as bad. Like, I think so too. Because they're both just caught us, caught everyone off guard, right? Well, especially because I mean, this guy was working through chemotherapy, right? That's this a, guy that's... had stage three colon cancer and was making a movie, right? And apparently, people are like roasting him for like looking skinny and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I went on his Instagram to see if the, those pictures of him, like when he was like mad skinny, were there. They got rid of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he deleted them or something. He got bullied. Yeah. And like. Yeah, so that's why you know you can never, you should never judge people, man. You just never know what they're going through. No, because like this dude was filming movies while he was undergoing chemotherapy. Like my aunt was like that. She was like up and about doing yeah. random, just like living her life while going chemo through chemotherapy. Right. And that's like tough. There's like there's, yeah. there's only certain there's only a certain threshold that like human beings can reach. Right. And like they were both at the top of that, I'm sure, especially for him, because colon right. cancer is no joke, man. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Any, I mean, any kind of cancer, to be honest, like it's. And if it's pretty... in stage three, like you know, that's like this close to stage four. You right. know what I mean? So, he was terminal. Right. Shit, man. Yeah. This guy's still pushing through, though. You know, like Facts. still filming movies. It's a mission. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like he was. He had a lot of talent, though, man. Like I enjoyed all his movies. I didn't know he was 43. Yeah, he looks, looks a lot like younger. He looks a lot 30s, younger. 30s, easy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of comments I saw on Instagram because people were saying, oh, he was gone too soon. There was a couple of assholes that were like, oh, 43 is not too soon. But yo, like, for yeah. a man like him who looks like how he looks, like, 43 yeah. for him is only like halfway. Exactly. You know? Maybe even less, you know, to mm. be honest. But still, I mean. Nonetheless, man, I could. I think this year has been just like a big lesson for everyone. Like, you just gotta appreciate what you have, right? Yeah. Like, and just enjoy the time you have on this earth, and then, you know, try to make most of it, right? Gotta appreciate it. I think it's it's this. These last two years have just taken the most amount of celebrities. I think. Yeah, especially this year, man. Like yeah. this year's been crazy. Because you got you have Kobe gone, you have Juice World gone, yeah. you have. What's his face? This Houdini man gone. Yeah. You have, I don't know who cares about him, but uh, <laughs> you have Chadwick Boseman gone. You have, you have this whole, like the, the George Floyd and everything. This dude that got shot seven times in the back yeah. and is still alive and kicking. Yeah. Take that in. Yeah. Seven shots to the back is just excessive. But he's paralyzed. He's yeah. paralyzed from the waist down. But the thing that surprises me the most is that he was shot seven times in the back and is still alive. Yo, honestly, like, these type of situations just make me realize how much, like, I think every police officer needs to know some some form of MMA. Like, rather than, why why is going to the gun, like, last, like your first resort? like First and only. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's so many other ways to handle someone without having to, like, kill them. Or, you know what I mean? It's like Or shoot them in the back. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's so many other ways, but I think it's just, yeah. Bro, like, it's like, think about it this way. If Joey Diaz knows jiu-jitsu, anything is possible. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. It's like, is that? If a man like Joey Diaz can be, like, you know, pretty high-ranking in jiu-jitsu, and, like, I, he actually is pretty mobile, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's, anything's possible. You know? Right. Yeah, like, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just proof that, like, you know, at least minimum, they need to be, like, I think some guy on Joe Rogan said, like, a purple belt, at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because slowly and slowly, like, you're starting to realize, like, it's it's like a necessary part of the job now. Like, and you can't be, like, some, like, lazy fat fuck either, right? Like, you got to maintain a certain, like, body type, you know? I feel like some police officers just look at football players and be like, okay, look, linebackers are huge. Yeah. So I have, like, I'm good. You know? Exactly. But I don't know if that's the case necessarily. All right. 
Or unless you're like Ronnie Coleman and you can just like literally grab a guy by the leg or something. It's just like Yeah, but like Ronnie <laughs> Coleman's a genetic experiment. There's not there's, there, are, there aren't that many people who are like that. I mean maybe Schwarzenegger if he yeah, became yeah. a cop. But as far as like bodybuilders turning into police officers or police officers who happen to be bodybuilders, that, that yeah, yeah, shit's yeah. pretty rare. I feel like no one even wants to mess with guys like that. It's like Bro, could you imagine if you got arrested by Ronnie Coleman? I'd happily, I'd happily be arrested by Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> Take me here. Just, People are like, hey man. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> oh man, and this high pitched boy. Him and Mike Tyson as a dynamic duo as police officers. <laughs> Stop. One man has a lisp, the other <laughs> man just has a high pitched voice. <laughs> It's like on the radio they sound like children, but in reality they're like <laughs> they're like absolute murderers. And like, <laughs> it's just it's like, yeah, it's like you know, I'm, yeah, you'd be like you'd hear them on the radio, you'd be like, yo, who are these children on? Bro, like, like why are we? You actually, you actually like see them course. in person, and yeah. you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. like Mike, Ty- like. Imagine like Mike Tyson like boxing you out and shit like yo you're done bro. Bro, because you have like <laughs> Ronnie Coleman who's a monster, and then you have Mike Tyson who will eat you. In his prime, he probably wow. would cannibalize. Even you. now, he would eat you, man. Yo, for sure. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Put your hands down and put your hands behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, imagine what's the, what's that thing they read you if your your rights or whatever. When they're arrested. Just right to remain silent. <laughs> Anything you, you say to... will be used against you in court. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd be like laughing being arrested. <laughs> I'd get arrested just to hear him say that. Facts. Just... Yeah. I was going to say, like, I don't even be part of the crime. I just show up and, like, punch him in the face. Here, take me. <laughs> I just want to hear you, like, leave my, read my rights to me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. You have the right to act the Fifth Amendment in court. <laughs> wow. <man. laughs> you know, he laughs. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, it's like, shit. Apart from that, yeah, this, this year's just been crazy in general, man. It'll be nice to see, like, where it goes from here. You know, hopefully things get better. I don't know. I feel like the, the icing on the top will be the freaking election at the end of the year. But I'm I'm not really looking forward to that. Cause Bro, I don't know if that's like icing on a top. Icing sure. on the, the shit cake, you know. It's I like, was going to say. It's like, it's either icing on a cake or it's that one rock that like, that, you know, when like a volcano goes from dormant to active. Yeah. There's like <laughs> one rock in there that just has to move. Then the yeah, yeah, pressure yeah, yeah. just gets released. Wow. Yeah, it's just gonna be that's gonna be like the final final destination, you know. Yeah, facts. It'll be like the last the last last thing we have to deal with. Well, but the like so we got um we got a message from our cousins over in California. Uh they have the wildfires have been spreading like crazy over there. Oh, the government of the state told them to pack an evacuation kit. Every single one of them had to pack up their like a suitcase just full of vitals mm-hmm. and essentials. They're like, you might need to evacuate your homes because they were, the wildfires were spreading from south, I think, all the way up north. And there was going to hit Fremont like last week. Uh, And so the thing that I was wondering was that 
in a situation like that, not a single hotel opened their doors and said, yo, we have 2,000 vacancies in here. Right. Reach. They all stayed closed. No, COVID. <laughs> and then in the meantime, you have like mosques opening yeah. up their doors or like all man's reach. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But a mosque only has a certain amount of capacity. Yeah. I'm wondering like, why does it take like a, like a religious center to, you know what I mean? Like why yeah. you have like hundreds of hotels around the entire state of California. Every single one of them can house thousands of people. But yeah, it's like the, the it's, a, it's a private company, right? That's a, that's the thing. Yeah, and it's just, but it's also, I mean, it would be a good look for them to do it, and from a humanitarian standpoint, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, we just, you know, like, no, sequestered like, all men. I'm not, I'm not defending them, but I mean, if I were to be the devil's advocate, I'd just, um, like, because they're already taking such a massive hit, this whole economy and everything. Yeah, that's true. So it's they don't want to take a bigger one. Yeah, so it's just uh, like by by having people, and like let's be real, like there's always like within that whatever amount of group of people, there's always gonna be like one or two people that like fuck up the rooms and shit, and like they oh, yeah. like pay for the co- like the costs, and right, I'm pretty right. sure they think of it like that. That's if I were to look at it from their perspective, but I know what you mean. I mean, f- yeah, at the end of the day, you, sh- you they should still do it for the greater good. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. It's, like, it's just yeah. like they're you know, it's like you have all these because the thing is. It's the United States. I think COVID is the last thing people are worried about right now. Exactly. I don't think they give a fuck at this point. United States is screwed. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just as far... Their numbers just keep going up and up and up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like... Now, oh, now you're thinking about COVID. You know <laughs> it's weird. But they're good now. I mean, they, they control the wildfires, so... Yeah. They're fine. I'm surprised there's not a better way for them to, like, predict and analyze and, like, neutralize wildfires like better now like i'm pretty sure there is i just don't think they they have the money for it yeah i'd, I'd be funding like some next technologies to just know when a wildfire starts and just like send a team to it right away just like as soon as it gets too big you know yeah but the, the problem is is that because california is a is a coastal state yeah, yeah. so their wind patterns are pretty much close to unpredictable because yeah. they live right next to the ocean well yeah it's, it's the same thing here in bc like we get wildfires here too but like they're not insane like how they are in, in california well it's obviously a lot more hotter in california too but yeah it's a big climate thing too yeah but like at least in california like because when when a, when a fire spreads across a, a forest it, it its direction changes according to the wind yeah. And because the wind is so, like, it just shifts all the time over there. So they have no idea how to track it. And I'm pretty sure, like, their current delivery method of fire-retarded liquid, like, by plane. Yeah. Especially because all the airports are clogged up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, I don't know. There there needs to be some sort of... it. The, the, the extinguishing has to come from the ground rather than the air, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know like the, the science behind it, but yeah. I mean, there has to be a reason why they do it from the air. I guess to cover more area. It covers more it literally yeah. co- just covers more area, but they need yeah. to send out way more planes to do it because when you spray down CO2, it doesn't actually it doesn't hit the whole thing all the time. All right. Well, I think the only way they can do it from the ground is if they catch it early enough. Apart mm-hmm. from that, if it gets too big, you can't there's no other option. Yeah. Or they like I don't know. There's this weird idea I saw where on Twitter where they're like, "Oh, why don't you just fence off or like figure out a way to separate the forests and put them into like little grids?" 
So you, you basically split them up into grids and then you have these areas where the fire just can't even reach. You know mm. what I mean? That could work or that could not work. I don't know if that... I mean, if Trump can build a wall, he can probably I'm, build little walls. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, could, I can already imagine what the nature activists would already... like. I can. Yeah, that's also true. They're going to be like, don't destroy our sacred grounds. The sacred grounds. These guys go to pray. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough situation, man. Like everything right now is just amplified in terms of the world's problems. Like there's, and I feel like the media is really capitalizing on that too. Like any little thing, they're just gonna amplify it. Like oh, no yeah. matter what it is. What's interesting though to see is airports right now. Yeah. I was at Pearson on Saturday morning, and they're like, you know, the atmosphere changed a lot. I'll oh say yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I've told you before I came yeah. here. Like everyone's just like on edge now, right? On edge, like it's not even funny anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like you yeah, can't make a joke over there without someone. Or you know what I mean? They just get like really upset. Yeah. But what's weird is that they're like they've suddenly become less concerned with what you bring on a plane. Yeah, yeah. Because my mom had like two bottles of hand sanitizer, and the lady's just like, you know, I think it she's like whatever. For them, it's just the quantity, right? They just be less than hundred ml. Yeah, I so guess. As long as that's like that's that's fine. But um, yeah, I know what you mean like having to go through those thermal cameras, and then you know, just like even it's like you know how many have to like put all your laptop and shit into the, into the boxes and everything to like to scan everything. Well, I mean that was pretty normal. Like that was what I was expecting. the The thermal cameras were fine. I don't know how much they work. I'll be honest, because like, yeah. yo, especially because. I was there. I had coffee in my hand, literally. I had to chug it before they allowed me into security. So I'm dousing this coffee into my throat. You know what yeah. I mean? My whole body temperature probably increased by like one or two degrees easy. Yeah. So, but, you know, they would have easily been like, yo, are you good? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, it, they they let me through very easy. They're like, yeah, whatever, go. You're fine. Oh, I see. And same thing with my mom so i'm like i don't know how i think how we... i think i think it's someone who's you someone who very much has a fever like i think it's for them like yeah. it's it's people that are li- really in like the the cusp of the, the fe- like the fever we saw these two girls in a haz- in hazmat suits yeah no i've seen yeah. a lot of them like uh, ever since passengers been... bro funniest shit ever <laughs> fully white like you know yeah, like yeah. and hermetically sealed antiseptic suits boots gloves <laughs> Face shields. It's like, yo, you're taking a four-hour flight to Calgary. Yeah, like, I don't I know. know. If it's serious, like, man. For me, it's like, yo, like, it's just the funniest shit if those are the people that get, like, COVID <laughs> You know, it's yo, like... <laughs> after all this work, bro, these people have been drinking hand sanitizer. Yo, fuck. People have been <laughs> injecting all kinds of weird, like, experimental medicines. They've been wearing hazmat suits, gas masks the entire time, and they still figure out one cough. That's it, done. <laughs> the thing that stresses me out the most is, like, on planes when, like, I still hear, like... I hear like ten aisles down. Like I hear a man just like, <laughs> like man just man's just going off, yo. Like I'm just, <laughs> just like puking out his organs. <laughs> I'm just like yo. Like, do you not understand the the predicament we're in right now? <laughs> like, it's like, bro, it's always a big man too. Yeah, you notice that, bro. It's I mean, always I, a. I mean, I understand this like smokers cough and stuff. Yeah, but. Still, you know, like I, I can only imagine what the guy is like. Like, you know, when you have the urge to cough, but you like have to hold it in because you don't know, you don't want meds. I feel like that's like yep. even worse now. Yep. Bro, it's it's the same with the sneeze. 
Yeah. You have a, you feel a sneeze coming? Yo, it's Yo, you gotta hold that in, bro. bro. <laughs> you gotta hold that in. Yo, you either have to, like, I've, I've figured out a way to, to control them. Yeah. There's, like, certain techniques that you can do to, like, just fix the nasal cavity and it's all gone, right? Yeah. But in the case you fuck up or if there's turbulence on the plane and you can't do it, you know what I mean? Bro, when you have to sneeze, bro, it's, like, full precautionary measures, you know what I'm saying? Like, head goes, yeah. head has to go further into the seat elbow in like yeah. you know what i'm saying put insert head into elbow basically and then you have to like you have to do it like super fast you got to yeah, get it yeah. and sneeze it out and then and get you, back up and like you gotta like happen. shape your mouth in a way so that you project the least amount of noise yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> bro it's a whole it's a whole face workout with it with sneezing and everything it's so weird it's like you know you used to just casually sneeze on a plane Take that in. You can casually sleep anywhere. Remember freaking mm-hmm. all our classes? Like, we'd have man's like, like oh my and all god, who was that one dude that kept coughing in class? Yo, the one guy? not coughing. I remember Michael <laughs> Barbosa used to have the biggest sneeze in the world, bro. Oh, facts. This guy used to sound like he's getting shot in the head, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, yeah. Sh- yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because you know what it was? There was a pre sneeze, a sneeze, and then a post sneeze. <laughs> he had three stages of. He used a pre sneeze, was like he would like scream out first. <laughs> And then, and then he would like expel his shit, and then afterwards he'd be like, oh. <laughs> "Bro, his insides are probably destroyed after like Facts. sneezing, bro. His lungs have probably been repositioned." <laughs> <laughs> and then there was that guy during the math exam that Essen that was sitting next to Essen. I forgot what he, did. what he did. <clears throat> oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yo, if you really need it, bro, take some water, bro. <laughs> take some water, bro. But honestly, like, the like the, the airport experience wasn't that bad, like, considering, yeah. the, considering the time, you know what I mean? The plane was, like, packed full of people, both sides. Yeah. Like, yeah. on both flights. But because it was a three and two, so it was, three like, three rows on one side of the plane, two rows on the other side of the plane... Like, I was able to secure seats for mom and I just on both, mm. on the two seats, so no one else was sitting next to us. And, like, four hours flew by, like, pretty quickly. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, I know, like, I've flown, like, BC shit every time, like, BC mm-hmm. Toronto, like, I'm, I'm used to it, it's just, like, yeah, it's just, like, yeah, I guess the experience is not as bad as I thought it would be, but, like, it's just good, like, that everyone's, like, cooperating for the most part, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Keeping their face well, masks on. The thing is, like, there's some airports, because I know, uh, like, Calgary Airport is doing this, Pearson Airport is doing this, but I don't know about Edmonton, because there are some airports that just don't have the thermal imaging thing. Oh. So they're just asking you, like, questions. It's like a questionnaire. Are you experiencing fever symptoms? All you have to do is say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, check. They're not, like, checking anything. So I'm not like I'm I'm not sure how many airports in Canada have the whole like the whole thermal camera and everything. Mm. But like honestly, like how many how 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 much how much do you think people are gonna honestly answer those questions? Zero percent. Yeah. Bro, if, okay. I'm, if I'm in Calgary and I'm trying to get back home, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? and like, I I just want to get back home. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. It's like, but at the same time, it's like. For the greater good, I, 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 I think I would not. Bro, I'm not thinking about the greater good. Fuck that. Yo, I need uh, to get home, man. Like, Oh, no. I'm, I'm not. For getting home, I guess. But, like, I'm, I'm going for, like, a vacation like or something. 
Yeah, going for a vacation, yes. Yeah. But, like, going is different than accidentally being quarantined for an extra two weeks at that same place. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's true. If, especially if you didn't bring a work laptop. Like, I, I had nothing with me. It was oh. just all my personal shit. Right, right. And I had only taken a week off for vacation, so I would have had to continue working this yeah. coming Monday if I was still in Calgary. You know? Yeah. So... Like, it's things like that. Like, if I brought my work laptop, yeah, I wouldn't care. Right, right. If I did have to get quarantined. It was just, I'd be, like, afraid for, like, my mom. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's weird. Like, going there is fine, but then coming back, you're just in a rush to get home, basically. You just really want to get home. So if there's something, if there's some way of, like, easily just going there and being like, ah, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, I mean, my, my mom and my brother are going to Pakistan in, like, October or something. So that'll oh, be boy. interesting, going to a third world country during COVID. That's all Yo, is that a smart idea? I know it's not really, but they kind of have to. It's kind of, like, a necessary thing at the moment. Okay, but, um, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I even told them, I don't know, like, they could, like, wait it out to, like, even January or something. But I don't know, let's see. Like, I guess if they take maximum precaution. But even yeah, that's going to have to be on them to take maximum precaution. Yo, I don't know if like Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not sure what the situation is over there. Like I know Sam messaged me the other day. She goes her grandfather, her aunt and her two cousins have already tested positive. Her grandfather's in the hospital on a respiratory machine. Shit. And this is in India. Oh. And what they're doing over there is they're they're doing injections. Like they're doing plasma injections. Yeah, I heard about that. But it's 30,000 rupees per injection, which is the equivalent of 600 Canadian. Wow. He's already done five. That's insane. And the um, aunt has done three, and the two cousins have done two. That's insane. That's a lot of money, man. Holy shit. Yeah, like, and it's a 50-50 chance that it's even effective. I've even heard about, I don't know if you heard about the remedisphere, remedisphere, something like that. That's like a treatment. It's like a, I think it's for like malaria. It was a malaria drug, but it like works the best right at the moment. It has like mm. the highest recovery rate for people that are like, that, that have COVID like very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, and that, that injection costs a lot of money too in Pakistan. So it's like. I feel like people there have a bad because like only the rich over there can like survive because if you get it over there and like you have a bad like kind of fucked well didn't uh, my mom was saying didn't um, Imran Khan didn't he say something about how it's like either people are going to die from this or people are going to die from this like he was saying either people are going to die from COVID or from poverty you know? yeah I mean yeah like see, opened like, up the whole place so it's like okay bet see like a lot of people had an issue with him saying that <laughs> That's some fill shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's 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 fully I, some I fill shit. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's not. It's not like this is the worst time to be a politician right now. Oh yeah. There's no other worst time to be a politician than right now. Yeah. Because there's a lot of decisions that have to be made that would not technically be okay with the public, but you kind of have to do it for the. I don't know. Like, whatever the best... It's like you're picking the lesser of two evils all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, you have to... And, yeah, and, like... I guess this is, like, the one time you kind of... No, it's not a good thing to, but, like, you kind of have to... 
lie in certain situations to the public to keep things sane, to keep things safe for the most part. Because right. I know I remember early on, um, Dr. Fauci he even said that. Like remember how early on they were saying you don't really need to wear masks. Mm. Um, that that he did they they were just saying that because they they didn't want like the public to take all the masks and because all the healthcare workers needed them right. Right. So that was actually the main reason why they said that. But in actuality, they were pretty sure that masks were needed. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. 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 Then you got a lot of shit for it, actually. Yeah. I think. I don't know. It's weird. Things are just weird. Let's just hope things get better by the. I don't know. Like, hopefully by next year, man, things calm down. Because if you look, if you look through history too, like, even the nineteen eighteen flu, like, eventually what happens with these viruses, they like weaken over time. Oh yeah. Um, like on their own, so like their their strength decreases early on. Like when they're fresh and brand new, they. I think it also has to do with the. It also has to do with like the human immune system, like the herd immunity. I think, I think if like the human biome kind of gets used to it. And then it kind of just fights it off on its own, and like at least it, or at least it mitigates the the effects of it. Kind of like that, the common cold and the flu and all right, that stuff. right. It's it's gonna become one of those, and then yeah. Once you get exposed to it, and once you have a good amount of exposure to it, your body develops a tolerance. So it's exactly you know, it is what it is. They should use me as a test subject. They should be like, oh, this guy survived this much caffeine. <laughs> Anything is possible, <laughs> bro. If, if COVID enters your body, it's gonna get incinerated. By the it's gonna get caffeinated. <laughs> it's gonna get caffeinated, bro. <laughs> COVID particles are gonna be like, the hell is this? <laughs> we we're trying to get into humans. What is this? <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah. yeah. How's how's your how's your bath trip though? In general. Like, oh, I'm you? glad you asked. Um, honestly, man, this trip was probably the best break both of us, like me and my mom, have ever like had. Nice, like dude. it's it's when you go, it's I don't know what it is about that place. Like I haven't traveled too much, but I've been to like Montreal, I've been to Quebec, I've been to California and New York, but there's something about going to Banff National Park that's just it's one of those places that just revitalizes you. Oh yeah, for sure, I could imagine. Because when you, like, when there's there's a difference between, like, regular air and mountain air. <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I get that in Chilliwack, for sure. Like, there's, yeah. there's a big difference. It's just it's just clean. You know what I mean? It's clean, it's remote, it's empty. Yeah. And, I mean, the town of Banff is, a, like, that's where we were staying. Uh, we, were, we were right on Banff Avenue. Right. And... Uh, it's like a huge tourist area so it, we were mandatory like required to wear a mask outside yeah because there's so many people just milling about which made sense you know it wasn't something that we were complaining about but when you when you go from you take that drive from Banff and then you go all the way up to Louise mm. like it's not even the long drive it's like half an hour right. but every single turn you take is just a new mountain range pops up in view you know what I'm saying? My yeah. mom was going, she was going spastic with her phone, just recording everything. <laughs> like, I'm like driving, because I've been there. So yeah. I know what it, you know, I know what the place looks like during the daytime. But, you know, I'm just kind of taking her along these trails. And she's yeah. just like looking left, right. She damn near broke her neck the entire time. She goes like, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. Well, who wouldn't, man? It's, it's like a good Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, I mean, I can take, there's, my pictures can only tell so much. 
you know and pictures I, you take of the place can only tell so much i i agree like uh, for sure like anytime i take pictures of mountains or like anything even here it's like it doesn't do it justice nope so i know being there is like a totally different experience yeah, even like it, even as good as your camera is i know for a fact it was 10 times better in person bro as good as as good as my camera is as good as my editing is as yeah. as much work i put into making these pictures look as good as i can possibly make them yeah. when you when you show them to someone through some medium like a, yeah. a, a phone or internet or even if i just show it through print it doesn't yeah. Yeah. give off that sense of there's no depth yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's just you have no the, sense of the like scale. Scale is like like that, that mountain is six kilometers away from you. Yeah. And is four kilometers tall. Yeah. But in your camera it's just this hazy little triangle. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't know, man. It's 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 a weird like it's one of those places that you can never get enough of. Right. Like even if you've been to it multiple times. Like I've been to the same I stepped foot on the same ground at Moraine Lake that I did last year, but the whole mm. place looked completely different from what it was last year. Right. Everything was different. At least to me it was. I mean, the mountains obviously didn't move. The trees didn't move, but it's the just the whole environment. The, yeah. the whole environment is completely different. It's different right. every single time. It doesn't matter right. what day you go. You're never going to get the same thing twice. Right, exactly. Yeah, but we, we, we had a blast. I mean, uh, this whole trip was basically her birthday present. Because awesome. I had timed it, I had timed it for we were gonna leave on the twenty second. So, and my mom pretty like she's not she doesn't really remember when her birthday is like she doesn't care. Yeah. So I was gonna make this whole like she figured it out unfortunately like in the middle of the flight, which oh. pissed me off because I was like yo I was gonna make this whole like grand entrance you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was gonna take her from Calgary Airport. We were gonna get the car. We were gonna go to Banff, and then there's a certain point where you hit the four hundred one yeah. or the Trans Canada Highway, and the mountains loom into view. And I was going to make this whole, like, hey, happy birthday, mom. We're here for another oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But she figured it out on the plane. So I'm like, well, there goes my yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. plane. <laughs> Wait, what did, you, what did you have told her, like, beforehand? Like, why is she going on a plane and stuff? Did she know everything? Like, you're going No, to no, we, we knew. Like, she knew we were going to Banff. It's just that yeah. she didn't know that the 22nd. She forgot that the 22nd was her birthday. Oh, so you, she didn't you know, know it was for her birthday. Okay. Yeah, it's just like how I usually forget that the 10th of March is mine. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, when it rolls by, someone wishes me happy birthday. I'm like, oh, shit. Say a word. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, word? All right. Yeah. Bet. You know what I mean? So that was my whole plan. But, um, but no, we had a great time. She she especially had a great time. Like, the place we stayed at was a little lodge. Mm. Uh, it had no AC, which was perfectly fine because the weather there was yeah. 12 degrees average. Yeah, yeah. The West Coast is, like, the best when it comes to weather because... Yeah. The weather that you had there, just imagine that like all the time. Like I'm, I'm not even joking. Like even during the winter, the maximum it would get is like minus five, minus ten. Yeah. And it's like even if it snows, it's not like snow, snow. It's like slush for the most part. So right. it's not like it's not too intense. Like I don't know how far up Banff and Banff is in terms of y-axis. You know, from the equator. From from Chilliwack, it's not that far. I checked. Yeah. Because I was like, because you had mentioned that we were like, I think we were like, what, three hours away or something like that from each other? I checked. Or it's actually eight was. hours. It's eight hours. Like oh, is it eight time. hours? Yeah. I don't know where I got three from, but um, I checked like where you were in relation to where we were, and the line was pretty much straight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like on maps. So I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, you know. Because, I mean? like, because the, the, the Trans Canada Highway connects like all those. The entire yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 So you're well, taking, taking the more, car. No, go ahead, man. No, I was going to say Moraine Lake. Like, if you go to Moraine and you see those 10 peaks, yeah. right on the other side is British Columbia. Like, we were yeah. at the edge of the, I guess, geopolitical line. 
that right. crosses. You know what I mean? Right, right. No, I was just going to say it's funny because the, the car that I'm driving right now, the rental car that I have, mm-hmm. um, has an Ontario plate number in it. The hell? Yeah, so, so a man drove from Ontario all the way to BC, dropped right. off the car at the Vancouver International Airport. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because now it's like, and it's, and it's like the new plate number, it's the blue one, the dark blue one. Oh, so it's ugly as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that you can't read, like it yeah, kind of yeah, defeats yeah. the purpose. Thanks, But like, for people in like BC are like tripping out. They're like, and especially in Chilliwack, they like slow down and they're like, I can, I always look in my rear view mirror like these days because I can always just see people go like, like lean forward and like, <laughs> you know, squint their eyes. Like, where the fuck is this guy from? Like... <laughs> They're probably looking, they're like, what asshole? Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, funny. Who's this, I, yo, yeah. who's this dumbass? <laughs> yo, it's actually funny. Yesterday, I actually saw a plane home from Quebec. So oh, a, buddy, a buddy from Montreal. Burn that car. <laughs> Burn that car right now. He brought COVID with him. <laughs> <laughs> I love how if it's, Mon- if it's Quebec, it's like COVID for sure. Oh, if it's Quebec, it's either COVID, a criminal... <laughs> or like some like waste man some french ute yeah no we saw a bunch of cars from quebec actually in alberta oh. the the drive isn't bad like the only issue you get is between manitoba and alberta where you hit saskatchewan yeah where it's literally just nothing like the drive isn't even entertaining you know how like sometimes <laughs> when you go through ontario there's yeah, a couple yeah. hills that you can see and in quebec depending on where you are you can actually see a mountain range yeah. In Manitoba, there's a few hills, and then in Alberta is like you know full on Canadian Rockies. Just, just pure prairies. Saskatchewan's just some fuck shit. It's just like there's nothing there, you know? <laughs> bro. There's a joke for people who live there because I have a friend of mine who lives there. Um, the joke is, is like I've I could basically see the entire province from my window. Like you just see the other side of Saskatchewan from my bedroom window. It doesn't matter right. if it's cloudy. It doesn't matter if it's if it's foggy, if it's well, raining, if, I can still see. I mean, if you think about it, it's like dead center in like North American continent, like. And it's fully yeah. flat. There isn't yeah. a single. I think the tallest thing in Saskatchewan is like a residential building that's like thirty floors tall. Yeah, that's it. You know. Such hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know, for, but for some reason, Saskatchewan is like booming in business. Oh well, yeah. Because they have all the oil shits there. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they have all the tech shits there. For some reason, I don't know why tech companies uh, like Saskatoon. I don't know about that. They're like, I, I I know what you're talking about, but like they're not like big time businesses. Like they're kind of just like on the come up. But I don't know how much people are willing to invest in them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't like want to invest in a company in Saskatoon. Let's be real. Like, there's just like, like I don't know. <laughs> like out of all the provinces. I, th- I feel like the two provinces, or the, I guess the two cities the out of the entire country that, like, I would um, live no. in. Oh. Toronto? Yeah. BC. Or, like, or, or Montreal. Like, the three, yeah, the, Montreal. The, the, the three main cities in Canada that everyone knows, that, like, at least Americans would know, at least, would be Vancouver, Toronto, and Montreal. And Montreal, but, yeah. That's it. Like, apart from that, like, no one else is going to know. With freaking, it's like, you know, Fredericton, be like New Brunswick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, well, I freaking, come from Fredericton. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like that. It's like I come from Charlottetown, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, man, Banff, Banff, Banff is something else. I think I sent you the gallery of photos that I took. Yeah, man. I, have, you know, I forgot. I, was, I wanted to make one of them my wallpaper, but like, I just don't know which one to choose. Like, they're all you like, can go for it. I, you, you have the option of downloading literally the entire gallery. I, gave, I think I gave you the choice of... Uh, I, I think there is a little setting that I ticked where you can download the whole thing. And it does it in two, like 2040p, which is basically just like a little bit more than 1080. Mm. Because obviously I can't just give away like the max res file, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, got to keep a little bit. I got to keep a little bit of licensing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't want the raw file anyways because that's just too much. That's just going to take up like all the space on my phone. Well, not each like full-size JPEG that I export is around 25 megs. That's a lot. So it's not bad. I mean, it's still um, a lot. I mean, compared to like, the fact that it's a picture. Yeah, that's also true. Well, my entire like folder that I used to store all the raw, like out of the camera yeah. Canon raw files, was seventy five gigs, and that Holy included dude. all the photos. Yeah, yeah, included all the photos from Moraine Lake, uh, from Lake Louise, from the uh, all the videos that I took, including that time lapse that oh. I took. So all of it came into seventy five gigs, which is not bad. Actually, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. But yeah, we, we, we did a lot. Like, I made sure to pack the trip as much as I could as far as, like, stuff to do. Activities, yeah. Yeah, yeah you definitely made most of it. When I went last year, a lot of the stuff was sort of, um, I guess, fly by the seat of my pants kind of thing. Like, I just yeah. I just went, you know, and it was like, oh, like, this looks cool, I'll do this. Or this looks cool, I'll do this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, the, um, the gondola ride that I took up to the top of the mountain, that was just sort of like, you know, I just saw it. So I'm like, oh, is there a way to get up there? Yeah. But this year I made a, you know, there was a whole schedule plan and everything. I was like, okay, we're going to go at four. We're going to stay. And the thing is, because of this whole COVID thing, there's just less tourists this year. <laughs> so the people that run the park, they were just like, yeah, go up whenever you want. Come down whenever you want. Yeah. They didn't give, they didn't give a fuck because usually they let you only go up there for maximum two hours. Oh, because they just want to make sure everyone's getting cycled up there because they don't want to keep more than five or 10 people in that little gondola building for too long. So they're like, because there was no one there, they were just like, yeah, just stay out as long as you want. <laughs> you don't even have to come back. Fuck it, stay up there. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we, we, we got up there. We did, we, we walked the whole kind of boardwalk up and down. Um, we saw mountain goats, which is pretty dope. Oh, yeah, uh, so. yeah, the mountain goats were pretty sick. And then um, the it started marks. to actually, oh, the, fuck those chipmunks. <laughs> Yo, it's a piece of shit. Those, chi- those chipmunks, those chipmunks are funny, man. They like befriended my mom like crazy. It was really awesome. Was she giving them like treats and stuff? She gave them nothing. There's the thing is in the more pot like in the more tourist populated areas, these chipmunks are all dumbasses. They think they they're like so like familiar around humans, so they you know they kind of mill about. But I think the only thing they're looking for is this kind of position Movement. of your finger oh right. i think if they if they see you putting your f- hand somewhere and then bringing it out and pointing it at them they yeah. by default assume food yeah. you know i think I mean? that's but most animals be, yeah it could be literally nothing like my mom gave these chipmunks nothing like it was <laughs> it's just air in her fingers you know what i mean so i was just like yeah the chipmunks the chipmunks were kind of constant but the mountain goats are pretty cool yeah um and then it started to rain at the top of the building or at the oh. top of the summit. And that was something else because there was thunder. And it, when there's thunder on the top, like you can, you feel like it's right here. Mm. 
You know what I mean? You feel like that thunderclap happens like right next to your head. Uh, it wasn't even a hard rain. It was just like little drizzles here and there, but it just changed the atmosphere like crazy. Right. I feel like being on the top of a mountain is like the worst spot to be though. Oh yeah. Well, sure. like, so that mountain, Sulphur Mountain, was basically used for, there's actually a, there's a house up there. There's literally a box that's about like an eighth of the size of my apartment. It was made out of brick. Right. And there's a scientist that used to live in there. 2.2 kilometers up at the top right. summit of a mountain. And there's a huge antenna that's at the top of this little house. And that antenna was used to track cosmic rays. Whoa. Yeah. That's pretty so, cool. So solar flares, solar winds, gravitational field uh, changes. They were tracking it from the top there because it was the highest point in that area. Yeah. Yeah. So that guy used to live up there for like weeks at a time. And like yeah. there's there's a little like glass door in there now that they just like secured yeah. where you look in and you can actually see like Buddy's yeah. bed, his desk, little window, right, right, right. a couple of drawings here and there. But it was all built for scientists. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what they call mountains, right? They call them like natural telescopes or whatever. Like, yeah, like, just the, it was just designed to be used for as like an observatory. But they decommissioned the project because they sent a satellite up instead. So they're like, okay, this is even closer, mm. you know. But now it's just become a massive tourist attraction. They have a whole, like, there's a massive, like, observation deck that's on, like, the Twin Peak. That's awesome. Where, yeah, it's dope. And it's got, like, a whole restaurant in there. And there's, like, an entire, like, patio on the top where they have, you know, little fire fires and stuff like that. Right. It would probably look amazing in the wintertime. Shit. Because they and leave I, it open yeah. for Christmas. And, and I feel like at nighttime, it'd be, like, the best opportunity to see, like, a clear sky. Like, you can actually see the Milky Way, probably, I can imagine. Yeah. Because yeah, well... I don't know about the Milky Way because there's a lot of light pollution coming from the city. Right. Banff. Okay. They they keep the lights on. The Milky Way you can see from Moraine. Ooh. Yep. Yep. The Milky Way you can see from Moraine because I remember I saw it last year when I went. I got to Moraine Lake by two in the morning. Yeah. Because my my ho damn hotel was in Calgary, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna leave at like twelve. Yeah. And I'll get there as early as I can. So I got to Moraine at like two in the morning, and there wasn't a single car in the parking lot. Right. And I looked up in the sky and I saw that whole arc of, Whoa, of man. yeah. I think that's like one of my one of my dreams to like see the Milky Way, like go somewhere yeah. that I can actually visually see it. Because that's I feel like it's just one of those like moments in life where it kind of puts everything into perspective. But if you want to put stuff into perspective, dude, like you can easily do it. You don't you don't you don't need to go to the Milky Way to do that. You can do that from like Lake Louise. Oh yeah, I know. I I've seen I've seen mountain ranges here too, man. Like it for sure. Like you, the grand scale of everything, it really like makes you realize how how small you really are in, yeah. in comparison to the whole ecosystem. You know, because it's like these these things that sit there, like these, they're basically they used to be the Earth's crust, right? Pretty much, and and, then, and they're well, they're formed by. These huge continents crashing into each other and yeah, know, tectonic plates crashing in, yeah. continents squeezing, you know, compression expansion. And the thing is, like these mountains are kilometers tall, and that doesn't even hit one percent of what the Earth's crust is actually made of. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're this small compared to what the Earth's crust is, so it's just like holy shit. Like how thick and then, is that? Yeah, like holy shit. This yeah, exactly. And on top of that, like these, when you look at these mountain ranges. They, they, you see like the height 
and the the massive scale of it but you also have to take into fact the distance too yeah you know what i mean it's like there's a whole ass lake between <laughs> you and the peaks over at maureen lake but that lake is long as fuck it's a three kilometer lake right and even at three kilometers this mountain looks like it's five kilometers tall yeah you know what i'm saying it's like these things are huge and they're they just sit there yeah that's why, like, I when I when I made my Instagram story, I kind of went a little cryptic with it because I was talking about like how the you know the, it's like they they keep secrets those mountains. Right. Like I was talking to my mom about it. I was like, I wonder what they've seen. That's uh, that's a very interesting way of thinking of them. Like I wonder what those mountains have seen because they were formed a very long time ago. But I wonder what kind of things, things they've just seen. You yeah. know what I mean? And they just held with them. Just all the wisdom over time. Mm-hmm. Or just like who the first person was to climb up one of them. Yeah. You know? I'm or pretty like, sure there had to be some native like Native American. Oh, I'm sure they were living there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some man's just like, you know what? I'm going to try this. Like, yeah. No, I'm sure Like, I'm sure they probably had a whole bunch of Native Americans living in that area. Yeah. There was whole tribes of people probably living there before they got exterminated. But like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wonder what those mountains... Because Canadian Rockies stretches from Alberta and it goes all the way into British Columbia, all the very top until right, Alaska. Right, right, right. And there's even some over in Quebec, right? So it's yeah. just like... Well, like, think about it. Because obviously when you were there, they had pathways, they had trails. You know what I mean? Like, But imagine none of that was there. And like everything like was a man had bare. to carve those trails first. Well, not even carve. Imagine people that had to trek to yeah. get to Moraine Lake without like any given path, right? That's a, yeah. that's the thing that like that like amazes me the most about travelers of the past. They they literally got around just on pure like just like then just the whim of everything, right? Like they just got around based on the sky and you they know, understood what the they, what land the, a lot better. Yeah, the land, and then like, they just they just heard things, right? Like they heard mm-hmm. stories of there's this mountain there, and it looks amazing. Like yeah. that's all they know. You know, you have to keep traveling far west keep going and you'll see it like that's all or they like know. there's this area that has literally 10 mountains stacked yeah. next to each other side by side going in a vertical line yeah you know like someone had to go find that yeah i don't know i don't know it's just it the when you when you really think about what those mountains have seen what i mean because they're always growing too so like what parts yeah. of those mountains were once hidden under the earth and have since been exposed you wow. know or like just like even even when you i mean some of the pictures that you see of one the ones that i took of moraine you can see the the kind of the glacier mm. sort of trickling down one of the sides of the mountains like right. that glacier has been there for hundreds of years but what was it like before you know what That's what true. did it look like before how much of that mountain was covered in ice there's a picture in the lodge that we were staying at they in the lodge they had these like painted photos or they had these actual like photographs from the 50s and there's a picture of these dudes on horses backed by the mountains of Lake Louise. And what I noticed was that in that central mountain, it was all white. Mm. But the picture that I took when I was there, majority of it was rock. Yeah. There wasn't that much ice left it, over. It does, it does depend on the time of year too, though. I, I yes. Know, like the, the mountain that I'm living under right now, like I live at like the base of it. Like during the during the winter time, it'll form snow. Like you'll see like snow at the top. Yeah. But during the summer, like right now, the snow is all gone. Right. But um. No, this is I'm talking like glacier ice. Oh. That okay. shit does not change. 
Oh yeah, that's true. Glacier ice does not change, and like, because I've I've trekked into those mountains last year. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna take my mom on this hike because it was too long, yeah. but when I went last year, I trekked all the way into those mountains, and it's literally hundreds of feet of ice Holy on the top of them. Shit. Yeah, it's it's the mountain itself, and then there's at least a hundred feet of just solid ice that just coats it. And I remember when I was walking through those trails. This is the um, the the Plain of Six Glaciers Tea House Trail. In case if anyone wants to go and figure out what that it was, that was a sixteen hundred foot elevation uh, and ten kilometer hike in. Mm. And um, when I was walking in, the further the closer I got to the tea house, I could hear thunderclaps. Like I heard thunder, just pure what I thought was pure thunder on yeah. a day that was there wasn't there was not a single cloud in the sky. It was pure sunlight, twelve wow. in the afternoon, and it was thunderclaps. So I asked one of the hikers, I was like, do you hear that? I'm like, is there a storm rolling in? They turned me around and they said, look at that mountain really quickly and then watch. So I stared there for, I stared at it for like a good five, ten minutes. Thunderclap. I heard it again. And yeah. I saw a chunk of ice just fall. Like it just fell off the mountain and it crumbled as it went in. That was a hundred feet of ice, cubic feet of ice that just dropped. And it was making that thunderclap. Holy shit. Like I was, I was listening to avalanche after avalanche after avalanche over and over and over again, peak daylight of August, <laughs> in the wow. middle of the summer. And that was that mountain was still at least like six kilometers away from me. Like it wasn't well, going to yeah, hit me whatsoever. The, the, but the size of those those, yeah. those glaciers, obviously, it's gonna it's gonna make a huge noise, right? Bro, it was wild, man. And, was, the, and the and the hundred feet of ice, take that in, like. Imagine all the information that it stores as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. All, and imagine all, the all, devastation all. it could bring. Yeah. Imagine a hundred cubic feet of ice, just little level of fucking neighborhood. Easy. Yeah. Well, not just that. Like, imagine, like, what kind of what kind of uh, biology, like, rests oh, at yeah. the very bottom of it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. th- at the very bottom, when the ice started forming, it's probably, like, thousands, maybe even millions of years ago. And, like, imagine what kind of, like... biological things live at the very bottom Mm -hmm. that we don't even know exist yeah it's crazy that's actually one of the biggest fears that they have right now and with like the ice caps melting and everything there's just like a bunch of viruses that ancient viruses that we just don't even know about like just just coming back to life like the plague (laughs) (laughs) or just a plague that we've never like had to deal with right Mm -hmm. that was around a long time ago but just comes back yeah, because it used to be all trapped under ice, so it was yeah. dormant. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know, man. That place is something special. And, like, the thing is, like, I'll be talking to this to my dad, you know, and he's from Pakistan, so, like, he'll be telling me about, ha, huh, you know, it was, we had the Himalayas. And I'm like, yo, like, I've never been to the Himalayas. I have no idea. I know K2 and, like, I know Everest are massive, massive mountains. Yeah, that's, but, if you're, if, yeah, if we're talking mountain ranges, those are, like, next level. Those are, like... Obviously, like the Rockies and there, these mountains are huge. But like, if we're talking like like pure range, like that's mm-hmm. a, that's another level of just like. Well, like the tallest peak in Banff is like two point six kilometers tall. Yeah. Or I think it's like three kilometers tall, and Everest is like eight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so Everest is about three times as big. But the thing is, like, and I get it, but the only mountain range I've seen is Banff. Yeah. And that to me is. That's my point of reference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this, this, those mountains to me, there's, there's something special about those mountains. 
And I think it's also the, the whole atmosphere itself is like the minute you open your window while you're driving through, the first smell you hear or the first smell you smell is pine. There's gonna... something unequivocally Canadian about that. I thought you were gonna say like shit because no pine, because the only tree there is a pine tree. Yeah, that's it. And that, as I'm saying, there's something unequivocally unequivocally Canadian about that, because you have you literally have every element of a traditional Canadian sort of environment. Because you got the river, the right. Bow River, then you have a sheet of just trees, pine trees, right, right, pine and cedar. Right. And then and then and then you just get backed by this huge mountain that just juts out from the back. Right. It's like there's there's nothing that can be more Canadian than that. Exactly. You know I mean? no, you just gotta wear some some bloodstones, the plaid. Bloodstones, some flannel, get a coffee. Yeah. Wear a beanie. Good. Wear a beanie. Yeah, exactly. That that was the thing. Like a lot of the people that were there that actually hiked there, that's what they wore. They like, like people who are, who camp out there, that's all they wear. It's just flannels and beanies. Because <laughs> yo, in the morning, like in the morning, those mountains are cold as hell. Yeah, we got there at four o'clock. It was two degrees outside. <laughs> in the sure. middle of the summer, August twenty. Imagine, imagine that, like people. Imagine people that like hike on those trails, like on the daily, just as like a legitimate workout. They're fucked. <laughs> They're fucked. <laughs> They're fucked in the head. <laughs> They're fucked. They're fully fucked in the head. <laughs> There's something wrong with those people. Bro, I was there, like, when I was there last year and I was doing that massive trail through Lake Louise, I saw, I, yeah, I mentioned this before, I saw a couple doing it barefoot. I saw, I fully saw a couple doing it barefoot. And, like, I thought, okay, they're only going to go for a little bit and they're going to come back down. Because no one is going to hike 10 kilometers at, 50, what was it, like, 1,800 feet elevation barefooted. And it wasn't, like, a smooth path either. It was made out of rocks that <laughs> fell from the mountains jagged as fuck like my shoes had already done torn up you know what i'm saying like it was it was death and these people are just doing it barefoot this woman had a baby on her back i don't even know if it was hers yeah they just had one she was just walking casually up this up this trail so i caught up with them at the tea house and i asked the guys like did you just do that whole thing barefoot they're like yeah bud (laughs) they're like yeah we just did it barefoot he's like we do it every week I'm like, I'm thinking, are you fraud? Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what it is, but I mean, white people always have to do the weird shit. <laughs> yo, that's what I was saying. Like, yo, their feet are probably murked as hell too, yo. Like, they were. <laughs> he, like, I didn't even ask him. Without my permission, he to exposed show. the bottom of his foot to me. He's like, here, look. I'm like, I'm, I'm in my head. I'm like, I... I don't want to. <laughs> but yo, it was black. His whole bottom of his soul was black. Just charcoal? like Yeah, fully uh, just black. He's like, oh, it's internal bleeding. I'm like, no. Internal. Like, <laughs> it's internal. He's like, it's just been like so bruised and callous from internal bleeding that it's just become black. And he's like, oh, I, I, I don't really feel anything on the bottom of my feet. I'm like, yo, there's bigger problems than my caffeine addiction for sure. There's... <laughs> This guy's feet are murk. There, his his bones are probably all like fossilized <laughs> in his feet. Hers were even worse. But to be honest, I think I think that's what. If you were to like go back way back in time, I, th- I feel like that's what the human foot was meant to be. It's supposed to be kind of like fucked up. Cause... I don't know. Like I, I'm pretty sure even people back then had some sort of footwear, something, something as some sort of like 
some form of support. Like monkeys are different. Yeah. But but I think for humans, because we had a bunch of stuff on our back, you know what I'm saying? Like people actually have to carry shits. Yeah. So like you need that kind of support. Like I'm pretty sure even Native Americans had some sort of like padding underneath their feet. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if the human foot is capable of like that much torture. You know what I'm saying? Like, unnecessary torture too. Like it wasn't like these people had to go and like fend for themselves and shit. No, they came from a camper van. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they just like randomly decided to do this. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, you do you. But yeah, we only stayed there, I think. We only stayed there for four days. Um Saturday we didn't do anything too much. Like Sun Sunday was Lake Louise, right? And it was funny because we got there at four in the morning and it was pitch black. So I took my mom out of the car. I was like, "Look, we're just gonna go." It the the distance between the parking lot and the lake is about five feet, and then you're already there. Oh. It's just covered by a few trees, so you can't see shit. Right. So I sat my mom down on the on the on the boardwalk, and she couldn't see anything. Which oh. was still, like, it was amazing. Like, she could not see a single thing. We were sitting right in front of the mountains, and she could not see anything. So I told her to keep her eyes closed for the entirety of the time. I said, keep your eyes closed for an hour. Mm. So she did. She kept her eyes closed for an hour. And next thing you know, the clock struck five. I told her to open up. And it was just like this whole place just came right into view for her. She, she almost fell backwards. She was like, I could not believe I was sitting in front of this whole thing the entire time. I was like, yeah, you were just chilling. You know what I mean? It was like two degrees outside. She was freezing. But the payoff was the payoff was ridiculous. And by like 5.30, a whole shit ton of photographers showed up. All of us, we were all pointing our cameras at the same thing. <laughs> we're all talking shop. There was this random like Edmonton photographer that kept talking to me. Some wedding guy. He actually oh. had a couple uh, on the way. They were going to do their wedding photos right in front of Louise, oh. which is is pretty sick. But um, we were, like, so busy taking photos of those mountains. He turns around and he looks at me. He goes, look at the clouds. There's a photo, I think, that's in that gallery that, mm-hmm. that shows it. But there was a certain point where the sun was rising and the clouds turned red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not artificially done. The photo that you see in there, that color yeah, yeah, yeah. is right out of the camera. I didn't touch a single thing. That's what it looked like to us. We're like, holy shit, the clouds are like pure red. Right. And like, it's funny because he pointed it out. I turned around and I probably said it a little bit too loud. I was like, holy fuck. (laughs) All other photographers turned around. They're like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) And then all men's decided to just take pictures of the same cloud. It was funny. What? (laughs) They're like, hold up. (laughs) Oh, man. That's awesome, though. Like, yeah. that whole experience. Like, I feel like those are just, like, those life memories that you, you like, live to tell in the oh, future, yeah. you know? It's like... Yeah. My mom is already planning a trip next year. Yeah. She's like, we're going back next year. Right. We, we we were at Moraine Lake for two days. Like, we, we went there two days consecutively. And, yeah. like, one day we went during sunrise. The other day we went during sunset. Ooh. Uh And it was... Yeah, the sunset one was great. She actually, it was funny. My mom was like, I just, I prayed Margaret. She prayed Margaret on the rock, like, like right at Maureen Lake. That's amazing. Yeah, she was just like, that's an experience I'm always going to cherish because it was just like, there was no one there. Yeah. You know, and you have that like cobalt blue water just like kind of chilling around. And like the sun was just, it had just set on the lake. So it was, it was pretty fantastic views. But that was the most rock, that was the most rock climbing I did for a very long time. 
because I, I had to go from the top of that, like there's like an observatory sort of platform on the top of this like boulder. Right. And you got to figure out your way all the way down to the lake. Right. That's a couple hundred foot drop. So if you fuck up, you fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. It's basically just a collection of boulders that you need to navigate your way all the way down. Right, right. You know, and if you get your foot stuck or if you miss a step, that's it. That's Rest it. in peace. You're going to be tumbling the entire way down. Big CTE on the way. Ragdoll physics kicking. Oh, for sure. Ragdoll physics. GTA style. You're going to just like, you're just going to flip and spin. Camera's gone. Head's gone. That's the, that's it. It was weird. I, we saw this Indian family trying to scale down the, the boulder <laughs> to get to the bottom. Yo, I don't know what it... Okay, no offense. <laughs> but... Bro, no offense to, like, Indian and, like, brown families. But y'all ruin every tourist attraction that you ever step foot on. I don't give a fuck who you are. It could be Niagara Falls. It could be Banff. It could no, be Ni- Lake. Ni- Niagara Falls has been ruined from time, so... It could be... It could be it could be any serene place. The minute an Indian family or a brown family shows up, it's just, it's just, it's ruined, bro. It's like, like, yo. Because <laughs> now I can't be there anymore because all of a sudden I just hear the equivalent of just seagulls quacking and like squawking the entire time. I hear just pure noise. I hear kids screaming that they're hungry, that they want McDonald's. And the mother's trying to tell them that what they're looking at is, oh, so beautiful, look, beta, so beautiful, look. And then the, the father, like, ah, bhai, chale. You know what I'm saying? Like, then there's, like, the grandparents that have to show up because they, the they're there by default. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and they can't move that well. So they're somewhere else screaming at this guy to bring them over. It's just like... <laughs> And the thing is, there's, like, at least a hundred other people there, and they're all photographers, and they're all, like, you know, or they're all, like, social media influencers, and they're all silent. Right. We're all sitting there. We're just observing the natural beauty of this place. And then all of a sudden, you hear, (laughs) we're just like, oh, that's it. Time to go. (laughs) That's anywhere, though, like you said. Yeah. It could be anywhere. Anywhere peaceful. It's like... Yeah, like I was at the pier over in Toronto not too long ago, and it was like midnight. No, it was two in the morning. I was taking goddamn long exposures of the city, oh, and yeah. like a whole squad of Tamil boys rolls up, and they're playing <laughs> Guru Guru music the whole time. And I'm like, bro, I didn't need this. I was the only one there. I'm listening to the waves wash over the pier, and it's like yeah, calm and, you, and still. And All bought, of a sudden, I hear guru guru. I'm like, oh fuck! Here you we bought go. the new mic too, just for that. Like just to exactly. Attention. I had bought. Uh, I I just purchased a. It was like a hundred dollar mic. Came with a little dead cat on it, so I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Like I'm gonna use it to to record. And I actually did. I'll send you a couple. Yeah. But I recorded the water, and I recorded the I recorded a waterfall and stuff like that. But. Like in instances like that, where I want to record the natural beauty of the, I don't want guru guru music in the background. Bro. Like, <laughs> that's the experience, bro. It does not add to the experience. It it, it significantly subtracts. Subtracts. <laughs> it takes away from everything. You know what I mean? Yo, legit. If you're going next year, like like let me know. I'll like I'll I'll come through. Yeah, we should figure something out. Especially if you're only eight hours away, we can meet in the middle. Yeah, I mean, not I, even the middle. Like, I'd, I'd come to Banff. 
It's just this time around, I, d- I didn't know when you were coming, so then I got to I mean, Actually, no, like, this time it would have been, like, kind of tough, but... I mean, next year, at least that way I can, like, plan, like, a hotel and stuff and, like, we can mm-hmm. figure something out properly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, next year I'm planning on even... I'm pushing further into the park. Like, L- Louise and Moraine are only on the south end of yeah. the park. Like, I want to go to Jasper next year. Oh. You know, Jasper's Jasper's a little bit further north into the park, but it's it's a lot more remote and it's a lot... It's got some places that I really want to check out, so... yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I, I'm going to make it a mission to just, just, I guess, scour as much of this place as I can before yeah, moving yeah. on to somewhere else, you know? Yeah, yeah. What you could do is you could, you could, um, we could do like Banff and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then what we could do is travel, travel back to BC. So that way, like by car. Mm-hmm. Like I'd, I'll bring my, whatever car I have. And then what you could do is we can travel back to BC and now we get to experience BC and then just take the flight back from like Vancouver or something. Right, right. Yeah, we could figure something out like that. Because I, I like, I, you know, I would probably have one too because I would have to fly in from Calgary. So we'd both like drive over to BC or something like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like you fly into Calgary, I'd, we, I, I, I go there too. And then we yeah. do Calgary for like a day or two and then. Bro, Calgary does not deserve a day or two. Or more than that, I don't know. No, no, Calgary deserves two minutes. Oh, two minutes. Bro, fuck Calgary. (laughs) Bro, Calgary, there's, okay. I don't know what it is about Calgary, but I feel like they tried to copy Toronto, but they did it so terribly, and they failed so hard. Oh, I don't know, I was talking about, like, Moraine Lake and stuff. Oh, oh, that's Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay, okay. Because I'm thinking like, no, No, the city, the city. Yeah, no, the city's ass. I've seen it. The city's pure ass. It's all brown. Like like a night. And that that fucking Calgary Tower is the the funniest joke I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It's like they tried tried so hard to be like a CN Tower, but it's just like... I I feel like men's were building the Calgary Tower and one point they just said, yo, I'm going home. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what it looks like, though. It's like, Yo, facts. No one, like, someone gave up on it. It just looks like a really... It's like someone described the CN Tower to a deaf person who then drew it on a napkin <laughs> and then sent it to an architect who then sent it to a construction company. <laughs> literally, that's what it looks like. A <laughs> uh, stick with something and then, in the middle. And they treat it, and they treat it with, like... Like, it's an actual attraction. But oh, like, man. They're like, oh, come see the Calgary Tower. And it's like, yeah, why? <laughs> It's like you know you come from Toronto. There's like, it's yeah. like some piece of shit. You know what I mean? Calgary's not even that big, and it's just like full of like yeah, two I buildings. Know. You know what I mean? Even even Vancouver, like they try to they try to act like they have like a like. But if you're talking about like a city, man, like nothing can beat Toronto when it comes to like a Canadian city. Nah, yeah, nah, nothing can. That that was actually right. Like I think you had said it a long time ago. There's something very like. That 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 feeling you get when the plane kind of arcs over when it when it sort of is coming in for that landing and you get yeah. to see that like the city's right there you know what I mean, and you're like oh shit you know what I mean there's there's, there's yeah there's no other nope I've I've been to so many places man like like by far but like entering into Toronto no matter where you're coming in from like it's a different feeling like you get that warm fuzzy feeling no you, yeah exactly like, it's you just that, like you it's a familiar sense of like alright we're home you yeah know what I mean. It's like a security thing or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's hard to describe. I mean, it's obviously like confirmation bias too. Like I, I know it's because I'm. It's that's where my home is, my family, and my friends. But 
even apart from that, I, I feel like people in general would feel like that just coming into like the city of Toronto. Like even if it's like you're like a stranger to like the city, mm-hmm. because it's just like the just like the like the the different type of people you see and like the the atmosphere and like you know there's so much diversity. It's, it's a melting pot of culture, but even beyond yeah. that, like I feel like when like if you're if you're an Amer like if you're an American, and I think the only real image that you have of Canada is the CN Tower, like is that Toronto skyline. Yeah. To be to be fair. It's like no American knows about Banff National Park. But they don't. Most Americans know where Toronto is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're like, oh, you come from Toronto. Okay, cool. You know? So I guess they just have that embedded. And I mean, even people around the world, like Toronto is like a pretty big name. You know what oh, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like that it's skyline an, has been shown. It's an international city. Like it's exactly. not. It's not like one of those. Pearson is a yeah. huge airport. Yeah. Toronto is a massive city. Yeah. So, and it's also really synonymous with just like Canada in general. Like no one gives a fuck about Ottawa. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, one like, gives a, no one gives a fuck about ninety, like ninety nine percent of Canada. Like, let's exactly, but like Ottawa in particular, because like think about it this way: like, Ottawa is the nation's capital. You know, it's like <laughs> this is the country's capital in Ottawa, Ontario. Yeah. But it's like I don't give a fuck. Like who cares? You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's like it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I'm gonna go between Ottawa and Toronto, I'm picking Toronto. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure most people would. I, yeah. Like, I don't think anyone goes out of the way to say, like, I, I love it. Yo, I'm going to, like, I'm coming in from, like, it's like people coming in from Europe to go to to go to go Canada. Like, the first place I'm hitting is Ottawa, Ottawa. Ontario. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. No offense. Well, yeah, a little bit of offense to people who live in Ottawa. Your city's pretty weird. <laughs> but, like, because I've been there a couple of times, and it's kind of fucked. Yeah, it's, it's pretty boring, to be honest. It's yeah. It's kind of, like... There's not much to do. Like you go to I think the too. only the most interesting thing there is all the parliament stuff. And yeah. you, you're well, they have, they have they actually have some pretty nice museums there. I kind of like their museums. Yeah, the museums, yeah. their parliament stuff, like the mint, the Canadian Mint Museum is pretty cool. Like the coins yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. That's pretty cool. But beyond that, that's it. Like so, I wouldn't want to live there. You know, I'd nope. go to like to just visit for like a week, or yep. not even a week, like a couple of days. But that's yeah, it. you just you just go to visit, see what's up. You know, go go see where the prime minister lives and that <laughs> shit, and then leave. It's kind of the same thing with Washington D.C. Like, if you're in Washington, like you you notice right away that like yeah, this this is the nation's capital. Like, this is the capital of the United States because every building that you see in there it's is a government like, solid. Yeah, not just a government building, but it's also from the outside looks. It just looks solid. You remember how yeah. I said I was wondering like how much Drake's house weighs. <laughs> Those Bro, those buildings those... weigh weigh a lot. <laughs> Facts. I don't even because they're like in the grand scheme of things. Like those like buildings old are pretty hefty. Too, you know, like they're like those old rugged structures. and marble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like marble and steel and like proper heavy materials. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're not going anywhere. You know. <laughs> Especially like Abraham Lincoln's like statue and stuff too. Like, yeah, that that dude's not moving. Like, yeah. Anything could happen, but he's not gonna move. <laughs> He's gonna stay sitting there. It doesn't matter. Unless, no, an, not like unless that. an angry mob of SJWs come around and say the man is racist. Oh no! You know. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> or they bring up some so some like historical. Oh, you know, he he was part of the Civil War. He had slaves. Yeah. Uh oh! Here we go. Then they're gonna be like they're gonna take him down. I think I think what people fail to realize is that. 
that was a very different era in human history. I think what people fail to realize is that every fucking country on this earth has been built on the back of slavery. 100 million and, percent. <laughs> and, and prejudice and segregation and racism and genocide and war. That's, like, what, that's what human history is. Canada as, was as, not built peacefully. Some Frenchmen showed up, convicts. This country was built well, off of the idea of convicts. Like it was, they sent out criminals to go explore. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, like any time there's, okay, I feel like any time you have a border, that border was created due to conflict. Yeah, exactly. Of course. But not just that, but even like the fundamental aspects of a country. It's like, you think, I mean, we, we, we like to make fun of the United States because like, oh, you know, the U.S. is all fucked and everything. But like Canada wasn't, it's not like Canada was any different, you know? Yeah, they're not. It's like we had to purge, I say we, colonists had to purge an entire generation, an entire species of human being. Yeah. You know, and the ones that they didn't purge are now left in poverty living in reserves. And so like they're all they're all impressive. drug addicts and they're all alcoholics and they're all just... If you want to talk about oppression and like people that... Yeah, are, exactly. Yeah. Like that's... The that's Native cool. Canadians are no... Like I wonder what they must be thinking with all this. Yeah. You know? I wonder what they must be. They must be like, holy shit, like, it took us hundreds and hundreds of years to get a point across. Yeah. Meanwhile, it took one man getting shot to to rile an entire, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's if you really think about it, it's like, we, we, some convicts showed up, killed a bunch of people, and now we have a country. Yeah. You know, we were built on the back of this. We enslaved Chinese um, workers to build our goddamn railway. Yeah. Like the CN railway was built off of the backs of Chinese slaves. You know? So it's like when you really th- it's like oh like what country is better? We're all the same at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, it all started from the same thing. You know. So that's where it's I, I mean know, like yeah, I'm, as much as you want to hate human like there's a lot of bad things that happen in human history, but like exactly. at the same time you can't you can't just uh, hide it either, right? Yeah, and they're like, oh, like all the bad things, oh, they brought out all the good stuff. It's like, well, pff, then in that case, yeah, if we that's the just, argument you're going to yeah, use. Yeah, we, we, we should just all like fuck ourselves now, you know? I guess. It's like, just all right, like, time to go murder. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, might as well just end, it, end it now because, like, you know, our history is just so bad. We, yeah, we don't exactly. deserve any of this that we have right now. Yeah. Facts. I feel like that's, as humans, that's the one thing we need to do is just we, we're, we adapt and we learn from the past and we move on, right? like that's the most we can do at at the moment yeah because like even as far as like a 30 year old tweet yeah like, what like you'll know like you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah bro that kevin culture. hart like yeah. kevin hart had to go and around basically around the world to apologize for a tweet he did like 18 years ago yeah you know what i'm saying it's like no one should have to do that you know what i'm saying yeah. you and i have probably said some fuck shit when we were kids very much yeah <laughs> it's like Bro, there have was, to apologize yo, for that there, at some was point. there was a time when like you would get away with saying like words like faggot like on the yeah day. like that was just said regularly like as if it was like nothing right mm-hmm. but now it's like you can't say it at all nope uh, well it's too offensive yeah you know but i don't know i think like I, now, yeah yeah now you can't say now you can't say a lot of things without it being too offensive yeah that was whole, like sort of Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson's take on the whole freedom of speech, right? Like talking about like giving words power and stuff. 
What if what if that scandal had never happened? Could you imagine? Yeah. What if he actually accepted that person's like yeah. pronoun or whatnot? You know. Yeah, because I mean, his argument is that by him giving, by him saying, the pronoun doesn't help their cause. But then they people take a very like without thinking they take offense to it right away because they think that. Obviously, they just want to be respected, which I get what they mean. Mm-hmm. But um, his argument is that by him saying their pronoun doesn't actually help their cause. Because, I don't know, I guess he's, he says that there's other ways to be helping them recognized as, you know, regular well, people in society. It's also like, like for instance, like, okay, you and I are Muslim, yeah? Yeah. That's, it's... I feel like if we go running around the street of Toronto and being like, and looking at anyone who eats a hot dog from a food truck stand yeah, and be like, Hey, you can't eat that because that's not halal meat. And that offends me because I'm, I'm Muslim and I only yeah. eat halal meat. Now you can't eat that shit. Yeah. Bro. It's like, it's like, don't, don't add me into your bullshit. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't do anything to you. Right. That's like walking into a bar and being like, I'm offended because everyone keeps serving alcohol here. Right. Why are you here? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I, I don't know. It's like there's a there's a fine line that you get between like the, asking to be respected yeah. and then forcing people to just yeah be yeah a part yeah of yeah, yeah. Like that's hundred percent what I, I I see what you mean. Like there's a difference between equality, like true equality, and like forcing shit down people's yep. throats. Yeah. One of them doesn't work. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we'll see what we'll see what happens like in the next couple of months. Yeah, it's even with like the NBA man, like with like the home, like setting setting out the games and stuff. What do you think about that? Hmm. Because I think the NHL is back. See, like, my take on the BLM movement as a whole, like, I I fully stand with it in terms of the political, like, the the message behind it. Hmm. But I think what's happening right now in the U.S. that a lot of people don't recognize is that the BLM party is very much heavily fund, funded by the Democratic Party. Right. So... I think there's a lot of tricky shit happening in the bo- like in the backs like behind the scenes that a lot of people aren't recognizing. Like, I even agenda. yeah, like there's even the NBA players are like, oh, we'll we'll set up the arenas as like voting booths for like. Oh, people. I saw that. Like why? Like why is that a why is that like a, a deal on your end? You know, so I don't know if I. I don't know if the the, the even the players. I don't know. Like it's it's really tricky. The NBA, NBA as, as a whole, like just like a business, is very. They're they're fully just capitalizing on on the on the moment as well because I think they're if, also capitalizing on the fact that they're so involved in like the culture right now. Yeah. Because the NBA and the, and is now synonymous with like rappers. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But if you, I think I've told you this before. But if you were to go on NBA.com right now. And if you were to buy a jersey right now, because you can customize a message on a jersey right now. 
Um, oh, even when you buy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can like write your own message and order it. The one message you cannot write on on NBA jersey right now is hashtag Free Hong Kong. Why? Because it's because the NBA is heavily funded by the Chinese Communist Party. Oh, interesting. So that in and of itself is hypocritical on NBA's end. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, there's like so many concentration camps in China right now, killing a bunch of Muslims. Oh yeah, and they're treating Hong Kong like shit. Mm-hmm. But since it's not in the U.S., it doesn't matter, right? Nope. So no one's gonna stand. Apparently, one one like a Houston Rockets, one of their um, one of like their management people were like standing up. And apparently, like, the Chinese Communist Party got so pissed at the NBA that, like, this guy said that. And they, like, yeah. removed the guy ASAP. Oh, so, they got like, rid of them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they, they fully, like, yeah, yeah, Like, it's it's very... Like, I don't know. I feel like the NBA as a as a business is very hypocritical. I when think it comes this is to kind of the, the pitfalls of being sort of an international thing. Yeah. Because I know this kind of stuff doesn't happen in the NHL. Because the NHL is very, I guess, predominantly Russian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's mostly white guys and Russian guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. But at the same time, like, I know the NHL did put measures in place. Like, they obviously, they they had the whole, their arenas have, you know, big, you know, black, we skate for black lives on the on the boards and on the, on the top banner and everything. Um they didn't go that far into changing their jersey names, which I'll be honest, I'm pretty happy about because I wasn't about to deal with that shit. Yeah. That that would have been really annoying. Um, but I think some of the NHL Players Association people have started to push for changing the blue line to a black line, which is fine. Um, and then providing some sort of like, uh, I guess, donation to certain places that are just like mandatory coming out of people's paychecks and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which again is okay. But the NHL is not affiliated with any, like, international government, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's so many other hockey leagues around the world that are equally, like, they're not as good as the NHL, right. obviously, because you have, like, the KHL, you have the Russian League, you have the Slovakian League, the European League, but yeah. they all have to come to the NHL at some point. But the NHL hasn't branched out that far, as far as NBA has, right? you know, so. And I also think, like... Because NBA now is so synonymous with just like, like I said, just today's culture. It's like, it's part of the music industry now. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. It's part of the culture, heavily. Because now rappers are talking about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so meshed together, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess there's also that issue. Because this kind of stuff isn't happening in football. Obviously, the Kaepernick situation, but like, that's it. Yeah. You know? Uh, same thing with MLB. But no one gives a fuck about baseball. Um, I mean, people do, but people do, but it's not it's not for the baseball purpose. It's just because we're here to have a good time and eat a hot dog. Yeah, I mean, I mean, culture culture wise, I feel like the NBA is like the most influential for the yeah. most part. Yeah, yeah, but it's weird. That's that's the first time I'm hearing that they're affiliated with the like people like an area in China. Well, yeah, because the chi- bro, people in China love basketball, man. Like there's right. they they fund a lot a lot of the NBA. And That's like, very interesting. I didn't know that they were that heavily involved in governments. They are, man. But that's what I mean. Like I don't. I know so, that kind yeah. of stuff happens in boxing. That's like 
like boxing is really corrupt because it's all independent yeah. you know what I mean but I didn't expect that from like a sort of a professional league yeah but you don't hear about it right like that's the yeah. thing you kind of have to like look into it but that's the thing a lot of I feel like a lot of people these days just get their information from social media and like that's that's it like you have to do your own research find go out find other sources mm-hmm. um but people obviously don't do that, right? Like you freaking just There's get not enough time for that shit. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's people not... people just go go on six wars and freaking six, six buzz and post these... for awareness only. Fuck that caption, man! I hate that <laughs> caption. Oh man, it's weird how that's turning into like the prime prime journalism now. <laughs> I know, bro. It's like you're trying to get news about some shit. Go to six wars. <laughs> Fuck Toronto Star and the, 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 the Telegraph and, you know, the New York Times or, yeah. you know. Nah, six wars, bro. <laughs> six wars, six buzz. I don't know. Yeah, it's... it's the, And the thing is, like, because everything is so easily accessible, you just get, like, all it takes is one man to be like, oh, you know, this is this. And then it just takes off. Yeah. Because someone posted um, back when it, in um, the explosion in um, Beirut, yeah, someone took that video. There's a video of the explosion from the other side. Someone took that video and they flipped the colors to negative. Oh, and the, yeah, I saw the and the they missile. threw a missile in there. But they're like, it's oh. Fake. This is the truth, you know? They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is the thing that they didn't want you to see. But the reason they did it negative so that they didn't have to give a fuck about how the lighting was and everything yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. all negative, you know? So they're trying to think it's some like, security cam footage or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like... But th- it took off. And all of a sudden, people, people are sharing because, it. Because that's what people want to see, right? Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. Because I remember when the first instance of that first video hit, the first comment on Twitter was, oh, this is Israel. Israel were, like, yeah. Immediately, oh, Hezbollah did this. It's like, like, why can't it just be a mistake? Why can't it just be a very well, fucked up mistake? Like, the worst yeah. possible mistake, obviously. But... Uh, yeah, I was going to say it's a pretty big mistake. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? Like, that's a, uh, in, but it happens. Like, Chernobyl happened, right? Like, things happen, right? Like Chernobyl, so yeah. So, oh, man, Chernobyl's weird. I mean, yeah, it's not a mistake. It was very like it was yeah. it could have been avoided heavily. There's, there's a lot of things that led up to Chernobyl that could have been like it could have been stopped way in advance. I know. I feel like, like it's the same situation for this thing too. This yeah, Beirut yeah, yeah. explosion. Like there were steps that were put in place that I feel like didn't need to be done. Like yeah. when that Russian ship showed up, they should have just let them keep going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what why the Lebanese government had to come in and be like, no, you can't take this anymore, and then like exile the Russian. Like why? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, that's not how you store ammonium nitrate. You're not supposed yeah. to store it in the middle of a city. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, the worst possible Exactly. Store. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the Arabs know that. Like, they have <laughs> ammonium nitrate storage in Saudi Arabia, and they do it in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Where there's no access, no human beings. If something blows up, there's nothing that it's going to affect. Yeah. You know? So, it's the same thing. I mean, Chernobyl, what they were doing, like, they were... They were they were pushing the limits of yeah. a specific chamber and they were ignoring a bunch of warnings and things like that. Then it blew up. Well, that, like the head engineer was like just forcing the guys to like... Exactly, yeah. He had his own agenda. So yeah. obviously there was something going on behind the scenes. It's just, you know. 
Both are very it, devastating in their own rights. Yeah, like, mm, of course. Yeah, Chernobyl is one place that I would really want to go though. That's because you can go. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's like open now, but yeah, you can't you can go because they, they, they put like a huge shelter over the the, the nuclear like reactor, right? Yeah, they put a dome over the whole thing, but that place is still going to be inhabited by life forms for like another 50,000 years. Yeah. But that that, that place is purely what it would look like if the world were to like, if there were like no more humans around on Earth. Or if there was some sort of like a nuclear war. Yeah. Because right now, if you you go to Chernobyl right now, you, you can see like, if you go walk into any of the homes or like those buildings, you can still see people's like tape plates and forks and knives yeah. just yeah, just sitting exactly. there as if like you know people just left yet last night or something yeah. yeah yeah it's it's i've seen drone footage of it yeah and it's it, kind of I mean, it's, it's scary for sure like it's that's what that's the reason why i want to go because it's just the only place in the world that's like that yeah because there's no human like there's no human life but there's no biological life either you know apparently, apparently they said there, there are like wolf, like there's like deers and like other animals that have started appearing, in like, in the area. But I don't know. I don't know how long they would last in there though, because there's literally no microbial life in there. Mm. Because there's enough nuclear radiation still there to keep them dead for fifty thousand years. Like that's yeah. what they keep. Half life of plutonium is fifty thousand years. You know. What yeah. I mean? So it's just like. Oh man! You 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 watch the TV show right Chernobyl. No. Oh, I mean that's where I learned all my knowledge of the, like the incident from. But, yeah, like, I haven't, I haven't watched it. I saw a, very, a documentary on it, but it's very good, like TV show. Like it, they got it, got it done pretty nice. But yeah, like the the whole the, the like the shards of like the what what do they what do they call it? The thing that broke, that that has all the radiation. Oh, the uranium core. Yeah, yeah, the core, the core when it broke. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy how intense the radiation it like produces. Yeah, it'll fry you from the inside. That's insane, man. Yeah. And it's like, and the thing is, like, we experience, like, okay, we experience radiation every single day. Yeah. This is not, this is not anything new. Surprise to all the moms who are listening. We experience radiation don't, every don't single day. Don't use the day. microwave. Your fucking microwave is pumping out 2.45 gigahertz every time you press the start button. It's it is what it is, and like your Wi-Fi router but is that's, doing the same. Well, thing. that's that's different. That's like radio. That's like radio. Yeah, but the word radiation comes from that. Yeah. When you listen to the AM AM radio, FM radio, you are like it is radiation. That's when waves yeah. hit you, you are being irradiated. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But there's certain frequencies and there's certain waves that just don't do anything to you. Like mm-hmm. two point four five five gigahertz don't do anything, but. The minute you start to like these, like uranium core, for instance, it it has enough. Only you only need like one particle of uranium. The minute it goes into your skin, you are fucked. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's just like so much toxic material in there that it'll it'll fuck you up. Wow, man. Yeah, yeah if you see pictures of people that are like have radiation, like oh, it's it's, it's gruesome, man. It's yeah, so it's bad. I fell down that rabbit hole not too long ago. You know, that, that, that Reddit rabbit hole of just, you go and you can't come back, but you start to see a lot of that stuff. Like people who are irradiated, people who have been, who have dunked themselves into like the, the you know, the, you know the, the, the water tank that's in the McMaster reactor? Yeah, yeah. They have those around the world, like at different facilities with people who have just dunked their entire bodies in there. 
and wow. come out and like just completely messed to, to shit. You know, there nothing works. Their organs have all failed. Their skin is all bubbly. It's just it's oh, weird. Man. You know what I mean? There's pictures of uh, Hiroshima after the thing blew, of like there's a there's a wall that's stained with burnt just, blood. Yeah. Or like of even, whoever even, was there. Yeah, yeah, like the, just the shadow, right? It's yeah, like it's just their like, shadow, but it's just all it's them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's yeah, radiation poisoning is fucked. Wasn't there one? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of. I mean, the whole situation is sad, but like, there, wasn't there that one where like Buddy got like disintegrated while like jerking off or something? <laughs> bro, imagine. <laughs> Buddy was in the middle of a session, bro. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> this is why you know when you say like you you always got to treat your every every day as your last moment. You know what I'm saying? Like yo. You don't want to be known as that guy that just died. And the thing is, and the worst thing is, like, especially in today's day and age, because, like, obviously, you know, back then, I don't, they didn't have phones and stuff, so it's not like they were jacking off to porn, you know what I mean? (laughs) He was just using his imagination, but now it's like we have porn. So it's like, imagine if it's, like, the porn that's, like, not, you're not most proud of, you know what I'm saying? It's it's one of those ones that you got to close the blinds and everything and make sure no man can see, you know what I'm saying? And that's the last thing that you see before you die. Fuck. <laughs> like, the, 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 the post-not clarity. Yeah. You know, like, when you, like, like you're just, like... And you like look at what you're looking at. You look like, at what you're looking at, and you're like, oh, "I got close." Wow, tab. like wh- what am I doing, bro? Yeah. Like, you're like, what the fuck? You're like, Yo, fuck my Yo, life. Yo, and you look at it. You look at the website too. You're like, "Okay, what the fuck? What did like, I plague my phone for for no reason?" You know what I mean? You're like, "Wow, I'm, yeah. I'm really like this." this Yo, this was. You, you look at yourself and be like, "Yo, this was low, my guy." <laughs> wow. I feel like girls don't have it like that. I feel like girls are just like done. And they're just like, that was good. And they like go about their day. But guys, they they're like, the, guys have like a, like a, like a 10, like a 20 second depression period. Like heavy no, depression. No, you know what it is? It's like, it's, <laughs> bro, it's like a mission debrief, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's like you come back and you got to like recap exactly what happened and you have to reassess and you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> like you have to like contemplate your life. Like, wow. Yeah. How did I get to this this point in my life? It's those like, like five minutes where you just stare at your ceiling and you're like, man, is this really it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you make it you make it you make this one thing you're like, okay, I'm not doing that again. You yeah, know I, mean? I know. And then the, the same night it goes back to the same thing. <laughs> I don't. Even... Bro, it's those never ending cycles of just like post nut clarities where you're like, man. Well, that's what they say is like if you're if you're like really into a girl and like you gotta like jerk up before you go meet her for the first time because then that'll be the true test to see if you actually like yeah, her yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah it's work though sometimes yeah like, you, you know you, you do get that okay like hey, this is not gonna work yeah. <laughs> especially like if you've been starved of it for so long like, yeah it's yeah. been like it's been like a three years since you've like been with someone yeah, yeah. then the first person you meet she could have like buck teeth fucking it's, you know what i mean but because <laughs> you're like you know you're you're like a jackrabbit at that point you're just like yeah, yeah. i'm on this you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. but you got to do one of those and then you wake up the next morning you're like you're like what wow. the fuck am i doing yeah. Yeah, yeah why am i still messaging her <laughs> 
Yeah, I think they say that about making like really tough decisions too. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. Post like thirty, like it like focuses you for that more like couple minute. Bro, you're time. honed in though. Yeah, for yeah. you're like your brain is at like maximum efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> Man's gotta start doing that before they write exams now, yo. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's like every like especially those eight thirty exams. Oh yeah, it's like yo, where did where did Isa go? He like, was just here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like man used to be like stressed outside the like, the, the 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 exam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you holding their like, right, hold holding their cheat sheets and shit. Facts. <laughs> Comparing cheat sheets, yo. You'd be like you'd see like people just holding onto them and being like looking looking at other people's cheat sheets and being like, oh, should I miss that? You know. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, your sheet looks so good. Yeah. It's like, shut up. No, no one's going to give a fuck. Facts. <laughs> Bro, yo, our, friend, think... our friend put in so much yeah. work. You know what I'm saying? And like Celine too. Yo, yeah. if you ever saw her cheat sheets, this girl had a microscope on her for sure. She was most definitely writing under a microscope. You know what's funny? I don't think any time I've ever had an exam with cheat sheet, I don't, I've only ever used them to look at formulas. I never ever looked at the rest of the shit I ever wrote. Yeah, I never looked at the theory. I never looked at any of the like extra notes I put in there. Yeah. It was just for formulas. Yeah. And for the most part, it wasn't even used. And like, regardless of how good my cheat sheet was, I still got like <laughs> fucking 55%. Facts. Day. Facts. I still barely squeezed through every single course. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how I did it. I'm surprised I never failed a course because I was yeah, very same. close to failing courses. Same. But Chem was not my thing, man. Yeah, same. Chem was I, Chem was like almost the death of me for sure. Yeah, well, for both of us, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Know, know. Who, who, what dumbass got a twenty five percent? Yo, when I saw that thirty percent, I actually my heart dropped, bro. Facts. Like for those, for I had the, never seen a number that low. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I didn't think the grades could even go that low. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there should be a threshold. Like after forty-five, I feel like it should just yeah. be like failed. You know what I mean? Like, like it's. I feel like the feeling like, don't is even worse. give me the number at that point. Just tell me the. No, nah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like just write F. You know, like I yeah. feel like if you give someone like a twenty-five percent on an exam, like I feel like that's worse to see because all it means is that like you're just twenty-five percent intelligent. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> It's like a, it's a worse feeling. It's like yo, all this work that I put in, and I'm only twenty five percent good. You know. No, I, I remember going ham for like chem Eng three though, and like I actually did pretty good. But that's because I, I, I like willfully knew that I hate chem, so yeah. I'm like yo, this year I'm gonna try hard in chem Eng three. But like apart from that, like I just never, I never want to do any sort of chem again. No, I think chem two was our worst one, wasn't it? Yeah, chem two. Chem two was chem two was our worst one. That one sucked. Chem 3 was pretty bad. Orgo Chem was just out of the question. <laughs> Orgo oh, Chem was man. like the stupidest, okay, well, stupidest idea. The, the prof is also stupid too. Like, yeah, he was, yo, that guy was looking for jobs like while we were in the lab. Like, your buddy had his computer hooked up to all the monitors. And he was weird, at yo. Baja College. Like, even as an uncle, that guy, that, that, he was weird. Like... Bro, if I had him at an uncle, as an uncle, I just make fun of him all day. Yeah, that shit. Like, like, but then you have guys like our our programming prof, who was Nassim, and like our math prof. Like, he's like you know a, a pretty good prof for the most part. 
He was he might, a great pro. I don't know like, why people hated him. Like he's okay. Well, I mean, yeah, actually, no, he wasn't even strict to be honest. Like, let's be real, B Tech, no, no prof was strict. Let's be real. Like, not that. I they, think yo, honestly, I think the only prof that was strict in B Tech was Sasha. That guy was true. definitely strict for sure. Yeah, he was definitely strict. Maybe in programming especially. But the thing about Nassim was that like, I feel like people hated on him because they like he Nassim was fast. That's yeah. one thing. But he was he was very structured in how he taught. He he, yeah. he taught he knew how to like teach and like p- patterns like, you know what I mean. And he gave you a fuck ton of chances to keep passing his class. Yeah, you know he what did. I'm saying. His I remember, assignments were remember, worth a lot. I remember his like one one test that like everyone just like fucked up on. Yeah, he was just like, all right, just do this like homework, and I'll get you boost you up like twenty percent. Like, yeah, exactly. Do an assignment, and I'll boost you up twenty percent on that test. Those assignments, those assignments came so clutch. Yeah. And I remember there was a lot of people who were just like, and the thing is, like, those assignments were tough to do. Yeah. But but if at the end of the day, when we did the midterm, yeah, that came in clutch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for the most parts, if you did if you did those assignments, you you knew you'd, you'd get at least like a sixty seven or seventy percent. Exactly. Like. Not, like that was easy guarantee, like if because yeah. you were familiar with the questions, you know. Yeah. And Nassim wrote all the midterms, so it wasn't yeah. like you no. Know, the people that came from Sesha's class were like, "Well, we'd never seen any of this shit before." Yeah. But yeah, it was like yeah. Nassim is one of those props that like he was super thorough, and yeah. I think it made it easier because we were with him since the first year. Right. I feel like Mans who came into his class in like third year, fourth year, probably had it worse because they're like, "Oh, we've never." They never understood that teaching style. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's why they probably failed a lot more. But like, because right. we were with them since first year. So it wasn't, it wasn't any different. Right. Best prof was probably Tom. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was, no, like, I, I feel like all the profs at, in our final year were like pretty laid back. Yeah, because like, we had, well, we had Zen, which was like a whole nother thing. But he's laid back like, to the max. To be honest. He's yeah. He's laid back to the max, like to the point where like I don't think he gave a fuck. Yeah. I think the only one that was like genuine, genuine was like Mustafa. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. He was like a genuine. He really, really wanted us to like do good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just glad we bodied that capstone. <laughs> like. Bro, the amount of work we put into that thing, and then, but the, and the thing that made me like so pissed was that like he sent out an email, not oh, yeah. like literally three days after. Oh, we have to disassemble the whole. Why? <laughs> you know, he was like, oh, we have to disassemble well, like, the whole thing. It's like even, Phil and I spent a month yeah. fucking building that shit. <laughs> I don't think it required a month, but you guys just took a month. It did not require, <laughs> bro. That's, that that enclosure could have taken three days. I would even say a day, like a full like twenty four hour day, to build that. Yeah, like a full twenty four hour day. I'm thinking three days because we obviously like had classes and we had work yeah, yeah, the gym and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, right? But because <laughs> this guy didn't have like a drill, <laughs> and he he used a goddamn impact driver on <laughs> acrylic. Yo, it was actually it would look so clean if you if we like cut the acrylic properly. It would have looked no. clean if we cut it, if we never broke a single one of those panels, and if yeah. we aligned everything properly. Like, I had drawn it out. 
And I had I conceptualized remember. it so perfectly. I was like, yo, this is going to look like flush as fuck. In comes Phil with his goddamn impact driver breaking <laughs> yeah. every single corner. <laughs> the, oh like, my God. This guy just goes like, no, we just got to fully send it. I'm like, Phil, See, you like, sent once, all of it. Once that happened, I like let you guys do your own thing. Because I'm just like, at, at this point, like, it's like it's like point of no return. Yeah. Like, it's like... I think we had already accepted the fact that this was going to look like an ugly piece of shit. But at the same time, I think the, the, the enclosure was the least important part. Yeah. I think the control system was the most important yeah, part. Yeah. And you came in very clutch for that with your Raspberry Pi TV. <laughs> Yo, fuck that entire period. Matt brought a whole TV into the lab. Yo, if, you, if I had known, I would have taken this flat screen with me. I would have been like, here, just, just program on this, bro. Beautiful 50-inch TV to program Raspberry Pi. I'll bring you the full 50-inch, 1080p, 60fps. You can, you can run Raspberry Pi. So I can it. type in 60fps. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that project, that project was fun. Yeah. A lot of countless it, nights, but it, was, it came out. Oh, yeah. I mean, but it beats, it beats having to sit in another lecture hall for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd rather do my own shit for sure. Like, yeah, like I learned a lot more doing all that on my own than I, if I were to like sit in a class. And we had a whole ton of freedom too. I mean, that our schedules were like easy. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was just like we came in whenever we wanted, did whatever we wanted, left whenever we wanted. Yeah, as long as we got the work done. Exactly. So. Oh man. We'll see what uh, this next generation of kids are going to be like. Especially with online classes, I'm already, I'm already envisioning like idiots. Oh yeah. For sure. Just, just fully idiots. Like, we, my mom um, is friends with one of our neighbors back in Burlington, and she was like, "Oh, well, we got a letter from our local elementary school," and they're like, "Oh, your kids need to be ready to be on a video call by eight in the morning, and their rooms have to be tidy." And they have to be wearing like proper clothing, like a full shirt and everything. And the oh. parents are like, the parents are like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> it's like, yo, who's gonna clean the room up at eight o'clock? You know what I'm saying? I like, think, the, oh, I, I can't, think, there can't be any mess. I think I think the point of it is they they want they still want to maintain that whole aspect of waking up in the morning and getting ready. Right. I, I see what the school's trying to do. It's it's actually in a way it's good. But it's hard to force people to do that when they're in the comfort of their homes. Exactly. You can't. Yeah. Especially because, yo, like, if I was in... Because they're doing the same thing in high school. So it's like, if I imagine, like, if you're in high school and you're on, a, like, a Zoom video call, you're in a t-shirt and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, if I had to do school, I'd be, like, in bed. Listening Facts. To lectures, like. But that's... See, that's what I mean. Like, I, I can't learn like that. Like, that's just not... No, I can't either. I need to be in class if I need to learn. Yeah. Yeah. We literally got out of school in literally literally by like a hairline. Like yeah. for sure. Like Yo, imagine if one of us had to stick around for another semester. Yeah, fuck that. And go through this shit. That'd be terrible. I wouldn't know how I'd cope. Yeah. Cause like you're it it's one of those things where it's like you're literally this close. <laughs> but you're also like a mile away from where you should be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, anyway. This is a, this is a good recap. Yeah, man. What you got planned for, uh, for tomorrow? For tomorrow? 
Um, nothing special at the moment. Still less like on the daily gym grind. Just True. working now. I like now that I after the vacation. Now I feel like I have a more more time to like actually just like do stuff now. Mm-hmm. Between the next time I come back, so now that I feel like it's gonna be more consistent in terms of gymming and doing work and just everything in general, man. Right. What you feel about that Travis Scott track? I loved it. Oh yeah, we didn't talk you about it. You liked Tenet. it? Mm-hmm. my brother saw Tenet already. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Damn. It came out on, on Friday. Twenty six, right, yeah. right, right. And yeah, he said he said it's a classic Nolan. He said it was uh it's like very like Inception esque. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah, I kind of figured it was gonna be one of those. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. Like I kind of it's been I think it's been a time. It's been a long time since he's he's released like a like an action like espionage type right right right. you know yeah inception was the last one before yeah. before the dark knight trilogy exactly. and uh interstellar so yeah that's good that should be something to watch i don't know when you're back <laughs> bro i was gonna we were gonna i was gonna say we should just go watch it together but if you're there for like a good amount of time then yeah no man i don't know if i can wait that long <laughs> <laughs> don't wait honestly don't I mean, it would have been nice to go watch it in like seven, like seventy mm or whatever. Yeah. Fifty mil. Fifty mil. Like I have a Cineplex theater like two minutes away from the house, so I'll see if there's yeah, book time tickets. for me to go. Yeah. yeah. Or like book it for like, like next week or something. Watch yeah. it. I'll probably we'll watch see. it like next week too. I'll see. But did I you listen to that? Uh, did you listen to the weekend track with Calvin Harris? It was alright. Really. I don't know, man. Like, Bro, that was production a... was insane. I didn't give a fuck Hold about on, weekend I, lyrics, I, but... I think I should, like, listen to it again. I, I, if I'm going to be honest, I didn't, I didn't listen to it for... That production was insane. Hold on. Calvin Harris. What's this guy's new, new aesthetic, though? The whole, like... Who's the new aesthetic? Calvin's. Oh. Yeah. Never mind. Bro, that's what I'm saying. You can... I retract my statement. Bro, oh! Yeah. Never mind, yo. This is what I'm saying. Shit. This is what I'm saying. Bro, I've been blasting this track all day. Ooh, okay. I fucked up. You got me on recording. <laughs> I fully... Let the record show Ali fucked up. Yeah, that's what I get for not listening to the track before saying, having an opinion on it. Did you only listen to like the beginning part? Is that why? No, no, no. I've only heard it in the ads on Instagram. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Like the ads. I don't know why the ad parts didn't sound that good, but like. Yeah. No, this yeah. this track is fire. Shit. Yo, the this guy production's came so clean. Production. Yeah, that's what I'm Holy saying. shit. And it's funny because it, you can't tell that it's Calvin Harris. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like a, like a Calvin track. Because this is the yeah. same Calvin Harris that had that Rihanna track. Yeah. That made him famous. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, or that one. <laughs> like he's got that one too. It's just like you go from that to this track here. Yeah. It's a huge shift. Honestly, he he has a couple of different types of sounds though, you know? Like he's not Bro, I feel like I feel like all producers are going towards that like daft punk, like all organic, all they, analog. Yo, but man's changed a generation. Every the single whole, one cause... from from two thousand ten to now. I feel like Daft Punk revolutionized like the whole like classic sound again. Yep, 
Because think about it this way, like Deadmau5 put a track out with the Neptunes not too long ago, and it's got that same like twist yeah. bass. You know what I mean? It's got that same yeah. slap bass, like '80s vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So like, I, I they really did with Random Access Memories because it's did. something that came out in 2000, like the 13, early, you know. 2013. Yeah, it came out 2013, and it's like they went back to the '70s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. But yeah, yeah, no, this yeah, track, no, yeah. No one mar- modernized the seven, like the '80s sound, like the way they did. And like the thing is, like Kavinsky and like a bunch of other like you know old, like really niche retrowave producers have they been were, doing this yeah, for a long time. They were always there, but like no one, they weren't mainstream. Exactly, they yeah. weren't like big enough to like to get yeah. to that point. But you have like a group like Daft Punk that came in with the Tron Legacy soundtrack, and then with yeah. Random Access Memories, it's like now all of a sudden retrowave is the huge thing. Yeah, because like Dua Lipa entire album is this sound that you're hearing, the Calvin Harris track. Yeah, yeah, you know. Weekends, new both Starboy and After Hours are the same thing. They're that retro wave sound, you yeah, know. Yeah. I'm glad it's coming back though. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's in full force. Yeah, I don't know it's, why. It's like the the chords of that era are just like so. They're so groovy and like the and sound it's also nice. a way better sound than like a few years ago and like. I don't know. It's like when, when really like EDM. when like when like Kesha and like yeah K- or Katy when, like, Perry. Like, well, all like those... every EDM producer kept using the same like sound. Like you know when Calvin Harris came out with that Rihanna yeah. track, the you, ooh, ooh. yeah, and like that kept that old bass line, the same synth. That I was just like, that sounds yeah. like, like Skrillex started doing the same thing. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, <laughs> it was it was pretty whack. But like now their sound is like more diverse. So yeah, this is good. Yeah, this that that track has been on repeat for me since Shit. it came out i don't know I, I don't know why i just never gave it a chance me neither i don't know why you said it was trash fuck <laughs> i heard like the first five seconds and i realized right away that that's what i'm saying like that when, when it clicks in yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh. like I, I feel like i have a, a good ear for like knowing when a song's gonna sound good i think both of us do like i feel like both of us recognize right away oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah like, for sure like I, you know, I, I've been playing that in my car the entire time. I hopped the new radio in there. I got oh, the EQ yeah. settings perfectly fine. I had all the windows down. I was driving through downtown getting food, oh, yeah. and like there was a certain point where that beat hits. So I was like, yeah, ah, yeah. yes, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the nice sunset going on in the back, bro. The weather was perfect. It was like low twenties. Yeah, windows yeah. are down. I'm chilling. Damn. This track in the background. It was a pure vibe for sure. I'll probably play tonight. Turn the whole room red and blue. Yeah. Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I think the like the one I'd say the one good thing about the year twenty twenty, the only thing good thing to come out of it was the music. There's Facts. a lot of good music that came out this year. Yep. 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 Twenty twenty gave us a proper logic album. Yeah. That's a plus. Wow, that was a big plus to be honest. That was a huge plus. Twenty twenty gave us after hours. Yeah. It gave us party next door. Yeah, you have to think. Party next door put music out. Drake and, and release Drake. Some good, yeah, release some fire. Fucking this Calvin Harris track. Yeah, you had the Juice World album that was really yeah, good. Yeah, that was really good too. Yo, there's actually a lot of shit that came out. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, and then for like Pop Smoke fans, like his entire discography got released. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just hating, but I don't know. I don't really like this song. But I mean, people like it, so. I think Too the only up. song I like from Pop Smoke is The Woo. <laughs> I don't like any of his music, but... But I only like it because of the chorus. Oh, that's yeah. it. 
I don't understand the whole woo shit. I don't get it. Yeah, woo back. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't yeah. understand that either. And I don't get why people keep like I don't know what it is about like dead rappers, but like for some reason as soon as they die, dies, like yeah, as soon as they die, it's big like, legend, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yo, what you know do you what do? they used to call you know what they used to call pop smoke? They used to call them poop smoke. <laughs> I would too, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> because when, remember, remember when ja- Jack Boys came out? Yeah, with Travis Scott. People are roasting the shit out of pop smoke in that track. Bro, like if if, if I would call them poop smoke, that's the shit that <laughs> happens when you've got too much coffee in you, and that's all it is. <laughs> Poop smoke. You just poop smoke, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, this guy tried to, like, he was literally just another 50 cent. Yeah. He even looks like him, which is kind of scary. He looks, he sounds like him, he looks like him, and he made a whole track that, the many men track. I'm, yeah. Bro, I'm like, is this not copyright infringed? Like, <laughs> I mean, he's in the same label as him, so I think he allowed it. I guess. I don't know. Because that was a song that I used for, um, fitness lady's uh video oh yeah, yeah i had to use that one because she's like our huge pop smoke fan i'm like this is it makes weird. no sense to either nope. like i don't know why because well what made it even funnier was that she's like is there a clean version of the song I'm what like, the fuck <laughs> why i'm like why 60 percent of the song is explicit <laughs> you're just gonna hear production for the entire time yeah, like, you not? might as well just get the instrumental I don't know. Maybe she's saying because she has to post it and like she doesn't want it. No, nah, like I made two versions. I made one that was like the full song and then I made one that was the clean version and she was just like, oh, I want to post a clean one so that like more people can see it and stuff like that. Like, yeah, in that aspect, it makes sense. Yeah. But. It was just fine. But yeah, there's a lot of music that came out this year. Oh, Drake is supposed to drop an album soon. What, love, something Loverboy? Certified mm-hmm. Loverboy? Stupid I, don't know if, I don't know if it'll be this year or if it'll be next. Um, I think I'm they said to, it was supposed to be end of this year. They said he, tip, he, he typically doesn't release tracks in like December. He always releases albums like either in the summertime or he releases them like February, March. And bro, I'm surprised this guy hasn't released anything in October. Like, yo, your yeah. label is OVO. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's a big marketing, like a missed marketing opportunity. I mean, he does Oktoberfest in October. I guess. But, but like, that's it. Release an album in October. Yeah. But this new album better be some, like, some views shit. It's not going to be. It's going to be, I think it's just going to be heavy R&B. I think, because, like, because, I mean, based off the name. Yeah, and based off, like, the look. Yeah. And the sunglasses and stuff. Yeah, it might be. It's just going to be. What if it features, yeah. bro, what if it features Tory Lanez? <laughs> I don't think he wants that on his name anymore. A lot Man, of that whole to... situation blew up so fast. He's a dumbass, to be honest. Like, he deserves all the hate he's getting right now. <laughs> that's just that's just stupidity. Like, I was gonna say, like, okay, look, I we don't know the story from his side, and like, I was pretty skeptical that he shot Meg to begin with. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. Cause yo, when. She said on her live one time that she got shot in the foot, yeah. but the bullet didn't hit bone. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, either your foot's fat as fuck, or <laughs> foot is fat as fuck. It's either your foot is fat as fuck, or those weren't bullets. Yeah, you know? like a bullet cannot go through your foot and not hit a bone. Your yeah. foot is all bone. 
you know and I got yelled at by my cousin about this this is why yeah. she called me a misogynist and all this shit and I'm like okay whatever <laughs> fuck but, but I mean how can you be called a misogynist if you if you don't know both sides of the story that's exactly what like, I'm saying like, I, I have no idea what the other side of the story is I don't yeah. know who shot who because there was apparently multiple guns both ways. in that yeah. yeah there was like a whole situation happening but I don't know like I feel like Tori is way too talented and way too old to be playing with guns at this age <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this guy just has to calm down. Because his buddy shows up to all functions strapped. So stupid. Because he's been caught with guns at a few other events before. You know? So I'm just like, why? Why does he... Yo, he's got six bodyguards that are like seven times the size of him. Now, why do you need guns? This guy's stupid, man. Because his career has basically just thrown down the drain. Now you have all the artists that have featured him in the past year getting him off of their tracks. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, I'm pretty sure his label's gonna drop him. This guy was like, actually on the rise too. That's exactly it. He was reaching like, I don't want to say it like that much, but he was cl- reaching close to Drake levels. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I mean, I don't know. What, yeah, but like I know what you mean. He's definitely on the rise for sure. Like with the radio, the quarantine radio, and all that shit. No, well, because his music is just so consistently good every time. Yeah. Like, he's never really put out a really whack song. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's there's true. never been anything from Tory Lanez that I have just explicitly never listened to. Yeah. You know, all of his shit is good. Like, especially when he's on a feature, it's just consistently good. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he had, like, six albums, like, lined up. He had, like, a, an acapella album. He had some, like, retro wave album. He had some, like, R&B shit coming out with a bunch of pop stars. Like, yo, he had a bunch of projects lined up. And I was like looking forward to it too because it's I can't, I I never get bored of his music, you know. You turned out to be a typical Brampton man. Yeah. No, but I'm just I'm like I'm just saying like as far as like because he's got a lot of diversity, you know what I mean? Like he can no, go he's, from like less, yeah. I don't get me wrong. I fully agree with you, but he's fully talented. He had yeah. He had so much going for him, but like by doing stupid shit like that, I feel like that's the one thing that Drake has done so well as a as an artist. This guy he's, doesn't get into anything. He stayed out of trouble. Like, yeah. that's always... I think the only beef he really had that almost got violent was Meek. Well, not even Meek. The whole Pusha T thing, right? Like, him finding about the Yeah, kid but that didn't get thing. violent. That was just like, you know, just like... That just got deep. I feel like people... Like, people, like... If you think about it, it's not even a big deal. Like, the fact that he, has a, he had a baby. But it's just like, the one thing that people had on him... That's why it yeah. became so big. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? they're like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like the it's like, like freaking well, Offset has like four children or some shit. That's like, you know, it's like <laughs> Offset has four kids. He's like with four different women. Like, Father, yeah, even, you but he probably has an album called Father of Four. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Future probably has like seven kids that he doesn't know about. Yeah, so like. You know? There's those mans, but like you know, that's just the one thing that they had on Drake. So it's just like, yeah, but like Offset has done way worse things than Drake has. <laughs> yeah, and Future has probably he's probably evolved in some next shit too. You know, yeah. but yeah, like that Drake said it one time, and I think it was the 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 title track of Scorpion. Uh, he goes, "My depositions never surface. Like all his shit just like stays on the low." Yeah. Bro, you don't know where this guy is half the time. You don't know what yeah. he's doing. You don't know what like activities he, he's part of. You've he, got no idea. He has he has people around him that he can trust. Yeah. That like that really like are loyal to him as a person. Yeah. Like, That's the one thing OVO has above all other yeah. men's is like their secrecy level is ridiculous. Yeah. 
Bro, Party Next Door has probably been in his basement for three years. No one knew. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no one knew. But even even like I think EXO does a pretty good job too for the most part. Like the weekend. Yeah, EXO does a good job for the weekend. EXO doesn't do a good job for Nav. No one gives a fuck about Nav. You know I, mean? I don't know. Sometimes I really wonder why Nav is part of EXO. Like he, he doesn't really represent that sound. No, nope, not at all. He doesn't represent that lifestyle either. Because yeah, like, like yo, you have to think about I, it. This I realize way. weekend I re- yeah. is like mad silent, like silent. He's like a hermit. Yeah, I know, but I feel yeah. like Abel should have like he should have gathered more people around his sort of sound. Mm-hmm. But well, because he know. has Black Atlas, but they're never gonna market him. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is about those like un- like the 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 unknown mans of of both of those labels. Like you have Black Atlas, yeah. you have Plaza. Yeah. From OVO, you know. Yeah. Like these guys are super talented, and their voices are ridiculous, yeah. but they're never gonna get marketed. I'd I would sign mans like Manila Gray to EXO and stuff. Like I, you know, like like that kind of sound, and like. But like a guy like Nav, not really. It's actually, actually, thing. actually, OG Nav. I'm talking about. Like, That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, if it was yeah, OG yeah. Nav, we'd be doc- talking differently. Yeah, yeah. If it was OG Nav, that should have been signed to OVO. Mm. That's true. Because OG Nav would probably have produced for Party, Roy Woods, Division, Drake. Yeah, and, he's uh, produced for all of them. Yeah, so like th- he would have been a perfect fit in OVO, especially if he kept that kind of like. You know, silent nature. Yeah. Like no one really knows who he is. They just know he's a producer, kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because no had one, the yeah. same kind of status as forty. Because no one, no one really knew what like Nav looked like either. Exactly. And he didn't. He never really did like interviews and. And he made and like his production is sick back in the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? He actually made some really good music. That's what I'm saying. Like him and Forty would have been, like he would have had that same kind of vibe yeah. as Forty. Yeah, it'd be like we know that he is part of OVO, but he's one of those mans that works in the background. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like EXO doesn't have one of those like the EXO direction is mainly based on the weekend's personality. You know what I mean? It's true, but I feel like like Nav does his own thing fully. Like it doesn't even seem like it's like a cohesive thing with EXO. Yeah, because also taking the fact that. They had Lil Uzi Vert signed to the label for a little while. <laughs> That's so you know random. what I mean? Yeah. It's random. It doesn't make any sense. There's no, there's no theme behind it. Yeah. Because if you think about it, the weekend's theme right now, like he's been riding off the after hours wave for a while now. Like he's had that whole aesthetic going on like for the past. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, not just that, but it's also like the direction of the label changes based on what he's gonna pers- like. Yeah. What his persona is gonna be. Like, it changed a lot from, like, from Kissland to now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? But I feel like they, the, the artist roster has to also change according to that. Or, or at least just develop according to that. Yeah. I mean, it has a huge following still, nonetheless. Like, obviously, but... Um, oh, for sure. I really wish they'd rep, like, Toronto a little more. Not that they have to. Like, they don't... Because, obviously, they, they can do... Nav, Nav blatantly just, like... He just said, fuck Toronto. He played. Yeah. Nav is like the opposite. This guy doesn't rep it at all. Yeah. He used to, but now he doesn't. I mean, he mentions like B-Town and shit. And like... Yeah, but he mentions like Rexdale with like, and, and B-Town and stuff. Yeah, but he also says, like, oh, Toronto, you useless, this and that. I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, it's whatever. It's fine, I guess, but I think Weekend probably reps it more because Snowchild is all about Toronto. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's weird how those two camps work. But I feel like OVO is a lot more cohesive. Like, even down to the, the, the house that this guy lives in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all, like, you look at it and you're like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. This is all OVO. From the jump. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see how this new album is like. I want I want classic, like, Toronto Drake. I don't need any of this Scorpion R&B shit. <laughs> I don't mind it, but uh, I don't think we're ever going to get that kind of Drake back. Because, let's be real, I think at the point that Drake's in his, like, lifetime, like, where he is, where, he, where he's at, like, as an artist, in terms of, like, the grand scheme of things, he's not, he's not in the in the music scene for the, that kind of music anymore. Because he, now he makes music to appeal to the, ma- to, like, the masses, right? Mm-hmm. So I yeah, think, no, I guess what you're, I guess you're right. Um, so his sound's gonna be I think that's what I meant when I said like his sound's getting a little too generic and overplayed but I, mm-hmm. that's what I mean when I say that because it's it's meant to sound good to the to as many people as possible oh yeah. yeah 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 but at the same time like the thing about like at least with like Drake even in Scorpion or like in projects where you think it's really generic but he's always gonna throw some like reference in there yeah some like avenue road type shit you know what i mean yeah. there's always gonna be some like road name or street name like, or, or like barbershop it's gonna be like a city like 5 a.m in yeah Chicago. some city or like some habibi's cafe yeah. or you know what i mean like there's always yeah. gonna be something in there so i guess there's that yeah no for sure he always throws in a couple tracks for like the og fans in yeah. all of his albums you know so that's the thing even like drake he's a pretty versatile artist a lot of people hate on him but like i see i feel like when it's all said and done, he's gonna go down literally on the same level as Mike Michael Jackson. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Like hundred percent. Him weekend him and weekend both. Yeah. Him and weekend both. Because weekend's got weekend's got a whole ton of versatility too. Yeah. He doesn't rap, but Yeah. It's well, just you know Doesn't Drake have like the rare world record for being on the charts for like the longest time? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he beat like, out he beat all men's. Yeah. The Beatles, yeah. no one can touch him at this point. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna be able to reach that to the level no. that Drake has gone to. Like, no man. And I think I people say, and people I want to say that, Travis right? after like five years. See, I I think that, but then at the same time, I realize Travis's sound is very. It's still very niche in a way. And it's also very Atlanta. <laughs> I think he's changing his sound a little now, in terms of. And he's and he's dipping his toes into like music stuff and like into like movie stuff now. Yeah, that's so, also like, true. We'll see. Because like I feel like Travis, like you're right, he does he makes a lot. Like he's got to slow down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> if Travis slows down a bit and like he actually puts out like proper like, like his Astro World was sick. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Start to finish, Astro World was like banger after banger. Like. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't it's it, there isn't a, a single misstep in that entire album. Yeah, I'm surprised. Even down to like bars. I'm surprised he never he didn't get the Grammy for that year, man. Like that was hip hop album of the year for sure. Freaking Ooh, Car- someone else. Cardi B. Some, some Cardi, Cardi B. B got it. Yeah, 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 yeah Cardi yeah, B. Yeah. Like that's uh, big stuff. Like fuck that shit. Wow, that was bad. Yeah. Astro World deserved that. That. Meanwhile, Cardi and what's her face have done the whole like WAP shit. Fuck that shit, man. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Yo, I I don't know. Like, I feel like the the thing about those two is like, I hate they music came, like that, man. Like well, they came off of the whole like whole culture shit. You know what yeah. I mean? It's that that kind of started from Nicki Minaj, 
who has gone completely silent all of a sudden. <laughs> but like, I feel like they took it a little bit too far. Like at least with Nikki, it was more tasteful. You yeah. know what I mean? Because she would do some ho shit in her music, yeah. but then she would also hop on a track like Monster. Yeah. Like Kanye West. On, no, Nikki. On... Nikki can actually rap. She, That's what I'm saying. She, yeah. she can rap. She can sing. But she can also like she spits. Yeah. Like on 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 Monster, Kanye West, uh, um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I love that track, and yeah. like she goes off. Yeah. You know what I mean? She She's like talented she, for sure. Yeah, she like she goes up. She gets up to here even with like Jay Z's lines. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like there's certain points in that track where I'm like, God damn, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know what these two like. Cardi B and Meg, Meg are just like Meg D-style, D-stallion. B-stallion. Bro, after riding a horse for like an hour <laughs> and seeing like the ass end of one, I was like, oh. <laughs> now, now I know why she's called that. Now I know why she's called D-stallion. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway. See where the music industry goes. It'll be interesting where a lot of industries go, you know. Music, clothes. Kanye's stupid wheat like easy lineup is getting more and more ridiculous looking every year. Yeah. Those foam runners look like ass. <laughs> Bro, I don't know who in their right mind is gonna say yes. I'm gonna choose these. Hundred percent I think it Though that type of clothing it just very heavily depends on who you who you are and how you how you dress it up it very well, no I think it also just depends on how rich you are and how much of an idiot you feel like being I, I don't think you can pair foam runners foam runners with anything like I don't give a fuck <laughs> it just looks so just ugly. wait till like someone like freaking some model just like decides to like pull it off in some way that if Bella Hadid puts those shits on her feet and walks a runway, then there I'm gonna see foam runners at every foot locker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that day. It's gonna happen. You know Bro, it they're gonna be the new crocs. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we can uh we'll just end that off right now. Yeah, it's like uh, two hours something. Yeah. Not bad. Pretty good. Yeah, we'll. Uh, I guess we'll recatch up next week. Yeah, man. let's try to bring someone on. I'm gonna see if a Jeth is available. Yeah, I'm done. I was talking to Shireen the other day. We'll see if we can get her on too. Yeah, I mean, I've been telling her, but yeah, I don't know. Let's see. At least you guys like know each other now, so it's like it won't be as awkward. Bro, as that was the most awkward shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my first message to her on Hinge was like, yo, did we both send a screenshot of ourselves to Ali? <laughs> both of you did. Yo, most predictable shit. But yeah, we've been... We, we, I, I only met her in person for like five seconds. Okay. But Five seconds? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, at your, it was at your place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not your birthday. Uh, oh, it was your birthday. Yeah. yeah. I only met her for five seconds and I left. Right. Or I think she went to talk to the waste man from one. The waste man from Waterloo. <laughs> or what's his face? Oh, that like, random guy? guy? I don't yeah. even remember his name. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> but I only saw her for like five seconds. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, let's see. Like, if we can get her on. 
We'll make something happen. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. We'll see you guys next week. Later.